Wakey, wakey, Iggy Biggy. Tis the Smod Coast Morning Show. Blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Ah, oh, good morning, everybody. It's a sausage fest today, and we are Woo-hoo. streaming on Ustream, which you would only know if you listen to it on Ustream. So why am I saying it? I don't know. Just to let you potters know what you missed out on. We had some technical difficulties on the normal streaming uh, conventions, uh, conventions, uh, but we do have DJ Master, yes. Boarding Man, Manning the Boards. As We've always. got... Bill Twatterson. Tweederson. Sorry. And then we've got Steve. Steve Tweederson. Steve Tweederson. Twatterson. Kruger. No, Kruger. Kruger. Good morning. <laughs> uh, good morning, everybody. And uh, no show on Emily. I don't know what happened to her. Um, she's like an enigma. She's, uh, she's, like <laughs> she's sorry, actually an her? enigma, but she's like one. She's like one. <laughs> she's many similarities, similar to but, but isn't actually enigmatic. Bill, what's going on? With what? I don't know your life. We haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. Um, seen me in a couple of weeks. Uh, thankfully, I've been uh, busy with the career. Really? Have you been booking apple? stuff? Not that busy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, it's a numbers game, and yeah. my numbers are up. We'll really? What you book? Nothing. Oh, <laughs> I just have a lot of auditions these days. Ah, I see. So they're, they're, you're just chasing the chasing, chasing the, the dream. Carrot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for you. Good for you for. Self delusion. All right. Uh, uh, by the way, rude. How rude. Do I look self deluded? <laughs> <laughs> by the way, thank you, James and Steve, for uh, holding down the fort last week. It was, yeah. This is not a fort. It is. I've made many forts with pillows, and in my mind, <laughs> this is someone's living room. And oh, we held it yeah. down. And, yeah. Yeah, so apparently great. we talked for two hours. I don't remember yeah. a moment of it. Right. So well, I, it was either good. Ex- you didn't respond to my notes. I spent, sent like 10 pages of notes to you. Uh, I don't nothing. read Mandarin. Or is it Cantonese? What do you it's say? the same written. You're with your you're mom. You're fucking racist. You're, you're a racist. <laughs> you're with your mom, right? That's I was with my with... parents this weekend. And my could father you, could... turned 75. Oh, hey. mazel tov. Yeah. Um, could you possibly do me a favor and have her record some audio that we could play on the oh. show? Hey. Yeah. Um, hey, we need that doorbell sound. Yeah, we do. Uh, so, Emily, you have to do the whole podcast standing, which is right around the height of the microphone, as it is for everybody else. So, uh, Emily is here. Yay. So, it's not just a sausage fest. The raven arrived. That's so, why she's not actually... Oh, we need another chair. Sorry. But just like one. Like one. Because exactly. she showed up. So if she hadn't shown up, she would be an enigma. But now she's just like one. This allows me to start getting into the, the political stuff. We are in day... Does it? Uh, yeah. What did I no, do wrong? Bill's, Bill's standing. Do, no, do, we're do like some standing. Day 11. Do a little comedy. This is fun. Do you guys ever date? Dating sucks. Day 11 of the, the, uh, the government shutdown. And this government shutdown was basically oh, caused... Yay, I didn't miss this. By... <laughs> by... Uh, I don't think I usually sit in my on. car for this part and wait for Marty to oh, tire himself that's out. That's a, a lie. <laughs> you, you just forget that part of the show. Um, so this was caused by eighty Republicans uh, who uh, in the in the House who signed on and basically said we want the government to shut down. Is there absolutely no culpability on the Democratic side? Uh, n- well, n- no, actually, <laughs> there's not. Are you sure? Well, they said we will. We want the government to shut down unless they delay Obamacare a year. Or shut it down or defund it. Basically, that was their thing. And they were unwilling to budge on that. The Democrats were. Uh, no, no. The, those 80 Republicans were unwilling to budge. So the Democrats are culpable because they didn't, they didn't right, compromise. Right. They didn't. 
repeal the law of the land. Yeah. So they for, didn't compromise. So they are. Right. So Bill is correct. They are. They are partially responsible. They are partially responsible because they didn't give in. To, Not Bernie Sanders though. He's a, he's independent. Oh, well, he's a senator. So that's true. Yeah. Um, fucking Ivy League. He gets me every fucking time. So think I'm smart that, for a second. In that eighty, there are the Republicans who are racist and who just don't want Obama to accomplish anything. And so because he did you he, say racists? Yeah, because he's black. They they half black. Yes, he's half black ish. Yeah, I'm well, half Jewish. Anyway. You know, like no, whatever. But for these guys, one drop of black is too much. And so I'm with you. And so they won't let anything. They don't want any part of his presidency to to last beyond his mm-hmm. his terms, uh, so they want to repeal it. Then there are the crazy Tea Party people, okay, and these Do are. How are you crazy? distinguishing the crazy Tea Party people from the racists? Oh, it's, there's there is uh, there is certainly a <laughs> crossover. Uh, now, on on paper, these people sound great, right? They they're all for uh, the personal responsibility for for uh, indiv- individual freedom for smaller government, um, but. Plus, they have party in their name. <laughs> right. And who doesn't love tea, right, Steve? <laughs> Wonderful. He just took a sip of tea. Uh, so these guys are in gerrymandered districts that they can't get voted out of that because they're so uh, – after the 2010 census, they, they redistricted the, to make sure in these, red, uh, in these red states to make sure that they stayed red uh, in these districts. Um, and in these districts, like Romney won – by 23 points, okay? So these are firmly uh, right-wing districts. But it's still only 80 people. Pay who's, attention. Who's gerrymander again? Oh, what, Jesus what, what, Christ. I do like that word. Doesn't he, doesn't he play for the uh, Patriots? So the, <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> he won't, he won't. Here's the thing about Obamacare is that uh, Obamacare is now the nut has, meat, the the thesis right. of your state. Is this right. leading to uh, re, uh, restructuring um, districts? No, 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 no. Oh. Uh, um, I, mean, should, I read a headline about that. Does this tie into spoilers about gravity? No, nope. that's all nope. I got. Uh, so we have uh, in, currently we have employee mandated health care, right? Or not mandated, but employee funded health care. That's the the system of the United States. That's been like that for the past eighty years or so. Uh, you guys with me on that? Yes. Yes. yes following. Right. Okay. Following. Eighty uh, years. And so now then Which we is will how have long this, this rant is taking. Oh my god! <laughs> well done. Uh, individual mandate is the the new law of the land that will supplement the the employee uh, funded healthcare. Meanwhile, in the rest of the the world, the civilized world, it's all government funded healthcare. It's either single payer or uh, government controlled healthcare. Uh, the thing about those people in the Tea Party is that they don't want either employer funded healthcare or individual mandated healthcare. They just want everybody to just fend for themselves and let the market work itself out. And so they will stop. That is their end goal. And so we are beholden to their, these crazy people. And they, they will say that's what the perfect system is and that's what they want to take this country to. Never mind that the rest of the country, you know, by far, like the, the majority wants, af- wants affordable health care. They like uh, the Affordable Health Care Act. And so it's crazy that that that's why they're crazy because this small minority is holding the rest of the country hostage and never minding the fact that they they say well we just need a smaller government meanwhile the obama has shrunk the deficit for the past five uh it's the smallest it's been in the past five years he's cut over seven hundred thousand you know government jobs so he's doing everything they want 
and they don't give him any credit for that and they don't right. they don't have any give and he's basically done that because of them not because of uh i mean we you know i i'm all for a, a strong government but a, an efficient smartly run government and if that means cutting jobs then sure but the fact is the government is one of the reasons i know why some we, jobs you could cut yeah how about the assholes who aren't doing their jobs and shutting down the government. <laughs> I know, I know, uh, but still taking a paycheck. Fewer politicians. Still taking a paycheck. That is villainous. If we want to make, if if they're against big government, why don't those eighty crazy people retire? No, uh, kill, kill no, themselves. No, 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 they're there to kill government, and uh, so it's going to be really interesting, <laughs> and it's going to be neat to see what happens as this thing resolves. Itself. Do you think there'll be a, a backlash against? Uh, Republican Party at all? Uh, the Tea Party, yeah. definitely. I mean, because you know the Republicans. This is are there oh, are there members of the, the GPO that are uh, GOP. GOP that are? Um, I like GP. G- go with GPO. Yeah. What is, what's the sign? Mothers in the GPO. Isn't that a? I think I used to listen to them in the nineties. Yeah. GP, GP or STP. I always mix those two up. They're like a kind of post grunge band. Yeah. Were they like a super group? Um, yes. <laughs> um, are there members of the GOP that are are speaking out against the Tea Party and saying oh, yeah. enough is enough? Yeah, We've yeah. Got there are there are at least twenty five twenty five Republicans who, uh, in in the House who have said that they will sign a clean CR, which is a continuing resolution, um, if it goes to the the floor. Now, in the fifties and sixties, conservatives would say better dead than red because they hated communism, and yet. The Republican Party is associated with the color red, and a uh-huh. red state is a Republican state. When the change? Why the irony? You know, they they just they wanted Hypocrites. to they wanted to take it back. They wanted uh, to reclaim red because it's part of red back. part of the red, white, and blue. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I think this is going to be ultimately good for um, for the progressive movement and bad for the Tea Party. But it's pretty shitty all around. By the a way, Pyrrhic victory? Are you, are you suggesting this might be a Pyrrhic victory for the Ooh. crazy members of the Tea Party? Ivy League. I don't know. Two R's in Pyrrhic. There are, yeah, and an H I C. Yes, yes. Is there something yeah. about fire in there? Uh, <laughs> by the way, good morning to Lou and Micah and Yako and uh, everybody. Luke, no, else it's, now it's good afternoon. <laughs> good afternoon, and Darren. It's and Happy it's, Wednesday to you all. Mike, Jesus, and Jeff, Holy and Chris. Shit, Marty. Oh. And everybody else uh, who's listening and live. And all 80 crazy Republicans. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Aldo. I think they really should shut the government down when there's a government right. shutdown. Like the army, everything just goes. Right. And then Canadians are just coming across the border with tanks. <laughs> and, and then pillaging just like, Michigan. Yeah. And Yeah, I really think they should shut it down, shut it down. I, I don't think it would go on because I think national parks and uh, some NASA employees and our, our friend Drew, who got uh, scuttlebutted, what's the what's the uh, furloughed? Furloughed. Ooh. Yeah, he works. It's gerrymandered. For, gerrymandered. He works for GAO, and uh, yeah, I used to listen to them too. Who are they? Uh, you know, yeah, uh, government. But that something doesn't overdrive. I, I have lived. What is it, eleven days? You said something like that. I've lived through it now, and it hasn't affected me. You know, uh, television still works. Water still comes out of the faucet, so I think they really should just shut everything well, down. Well, and part of the Tea Party is really happy with this because they think that like this is proving their point. Now, that, why are they called g- the Tea Party? Because the Boston Tea Party was a a demonstration against no taxation rep- without representation. The, yes, thank you. Yeah, and that's what they <laughs> want. But they are, but we have representation. They are, we have. They are the. Representation. They are representing them, and they they write laws that 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 tax the people. So why the Tea Party? I don't. I don't get it. Well, they they object to that. They they think that it's it's Washington insiders who are taxing them ah. and not the people. I so see. Like, yeah, it it's it's nonsense and. 
Um, and I stand Instead by that. Instead of throwing tea overboard, are they throwing logic overboard, Marty? Yeah, on the on the seas of sanity. Uh, Emily, <laughs> catch the us up. Harbor of our hearts. <laughs> catch us up with what's happened to you in the past couple of weeks. Um, it's just been you know nonstop work and rehearsals. Uh, I got to go to a party this weekend. A friend of mine is a crazed fan of Bill Murray, and so he had a Bill Murray party. Everybody had to go dressed up as a Bill Murray character. Ooh, let's guess. Yeah, um, go ahead. You were. Uh, from Life Aquatic. No, no. you were you Ghostbusters. Wore a, a barber uniform from no. Carl uh, Speckler. Caddyshack. All wrong. Oh, mm. go oh, for the back. Go for uh, Groundhog Day. No, for the back. Bird Wait, no, I don't know about flowers. for the back. Stripes. Not for the back then. Meatballs. No, no. Early eighties. Meatballs. Little known Stripes. film. Um, uh, oh, you had to do little known film from the dawn <laughs> of his career. Life oh, is fuck. small. What is Razor's Elephant? No. No. Where the buffalo roam? There it is. Look at me. Nice. Look at my big brain. I've never even heard of it. <laughs> 23 films in. Yeah. Have you heard of where the... I, even, I of stumped it. Ivy League over here. It's a... It's a it's Hunter S. Thompson. Thompson mm-hmm. oh. He's playing Hunter S. Thompson. Oh, wow. oh wow. I remember that. And I remember uh, Boyle. What's his first name? Peter? Peter Boyle plays oh, God, I his love lawyer. Him. Yeah. It's actually not a bad movie. So I went as, I went as Hunter S. Thompson. Meta. Oh, nice. Did, uh, did everyone say, why are you coming as Johnny Depp? I had two or three people... Yeah. <laughs> Tell me that I and that Philistine. And you're like, fuck you, you don't know Bill Murray like I know Bill Murray. Yeah, no, I didn't say that. Because <laughs> that's uh, not true. <laughs> you're unfamiliar with a little known film <laughs> yeah. in the early eighties. I just told them to go fuck themselves. Go fuck themselves. Who was, was the best Bill Murray? Um Oh, that's tough. There was some there was some great stuff. Oh, you know who I would have gone as? Huh. Bill Murray serving coffee to the Wu Tang clan and coffee and cigarettes. That they had we had about four of those. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, then I would have shown up naked and Bill been Bill Murray in the SNL sketch where he has a bar of soap that's also a microphone. I don't know. There were a couple SNL sketches there, but I don't know if that one in particular was. I just uh, would have walked around naked with a bar of soap. That would have been brilliant. Oh, why didn't I invite you? Um <laughs> What I thought was hysterical. Because you want to keep your friends. <laughs> yeah, they would have loved it. What I thought was hysterical was that I was thinking, oh, a Bill Murray party where everybody's going to dress up like Bill Murray. It's kind of like Halloween, except that there's no way you cannot be schlubby. Right. You know? Like, so what are the uh, girls... Was there a sexy Bill Murray? There were... The women got sexy! <laughs> of course. I was like, what? You... I was, oh, God. I was kind of pissed off. I mean, I was there, you know, like, Hunter S. Thompson. I was in this oversized Hawaiian shirt and looking like a fucking doofus. And then there are these women, you know, in the short shorts, the boobs hanging well, out and everything. I was like... What characters were they purporting to be? They were like the... Um, uh, they were like sexy Ghostbusters. There were a couple Ugh, sexy of Ghostbusters. Oh, yes. Then there was. Uh, Tell us more about that. Did anyone? Was there a, a sexy FDR? I had the VHS Yaku, of that. Yaku back mentioned Hyde on Hudson Park. That would have been hysterical. Yeah, ladies, what were you thinking? Uh, I'm Let in a wheelchair down. and I'm sexy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have polio, <laughs> which is exactly how FDR spoke. <laughs> like Edward G. Robinson. <laughs> also Edward G. Robinson. Everyone from that era spoke like Edward G. Robinson in my mind. I'm, I'm big boss. Say, I'm the president. Roll, roll, roll. <laughs> it was a really good Zool. I, I gave her props. Oh, from, there was a Zool there. Yeah. Nice. Bill Murray didn't play Zool. He did not play Zool, but it was fail. Bill Murray. But it was a really good Seriously Zool. fail. <laughs> I would have gone as Bill Murray, as Bill Murray, playing Bill Murray in Zombieland. There are a couple of those. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. I'm not that creative. Yeah. It was a good night. They had a, a hookah lounge. Ooh. Uh, I don't know how it, that tied into Bill Murray. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Perhaps he enjoys a hookah. <laughs> and how many commercials did you shoot in the past two weeks? None, none. Aww. Went on a couple auditions. Um, and how's your 
loves labor's loss. Oh, it's great. (laughs) (laughs) Is it going to be performed outside in the cold? No, no. This one's going to be in a shoebox. Who? Yeah. Uh, How many people in the cast? Oh, there's about... Um, I don't know, 15? Yeah, there's nothing better <laughs> than seeing, nice uh, yeah. <laughs> seeing a, a, a Shakespearean play. bigger than the audience. Where the, where the <laughs> yeah. cast like, approaches the, the fire code like, capacity for yeah. the room. <laughs> oh, we've, we've exceeded done that. it. Yeah. Our dressing room is smaller than this. And, and you can see all the actors standing in the wings because yep. there's not enough space yep, for them to there get off stage. any wings. Yep. Oh, so, so looking forward to it. Um, the uh, Silk Road. Shut down. So, yeah. for those of you who don't know, do you want to explain <laughs> what Xanax was? Did you shave your beard in protest of the silk? Thank road? you for noticing. You're the first person that noticed. I couldn't. I stood it. I got in here. You and I was like, beard? what the fuck is that? I'm not sure if I look more like a lesbian now or more with the beard. I was like, <laughs> more. Definitely yeah. More, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. more dykey now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Silk Road. So, Ross Williams. The thing. Ulbert. Yes. He, he uh, started this site where people could you know is the ebay of of drugs and the and i would say more amazon.com more amazon.com yes. but you, you could bid. but you could rate uh, you could rate sellers it was a wonderful architecture that system um and he uh fucked up unfortunately i was communicating with him just two weeks ago because i'm pitching a show about it which now everyone's like oh i actually started pitching a show and a gentleman at a very successful television network looked at me and said, A, why would anyone want to buy drugs online? To which <laughs> I sent him the the, the story. story that he did a billion dollars worth of sales. Right. So clearly and, there's a market. And he said, I don't even think what that guy's doing is illegal. And I said, I'm pretty goddamn sure you can't run a drug website that does yeah. billions. I mean, he worth. took millions of dollars in Bitcoin. Yes. And, and so basically what happened was he... Uh, he was caught because they they basically tracked him down with like not any high tech methods. They just went on forums and they found this guy asking about how to start a. Yes, a, he a, used his real name in a uh, programmer's forum about Tor, which is the platform that Silk Road runs on. It's which held which, anonymizes yes. uh, your IP address. So what did you what did you contact him? How did you I've, reach I've him? been in touch with you can when you are a member of the site. He is the guy that you communicate with i mean uh, i didn't know his name it was dread, right. dread pirate roberts which i <laughs> just realized the reference like, oh okay cool. be confused with butt pirate johnny <laughs> a whole different guy no it's from princess, princess bride, bride which oh. i didn't get until the story so i was like oh you like reggae what's going on and i was just i was saying i'm, I'm working on a narrative project and tell me how it works and you, this was not through email this is through tor pgp pretty good privacy email that if anyone knows anything about computers, that's a way to encrypt your information. So we were back and forth. And not two weeks ago, I was talking about how Silk Road stopped selling guns and stopped selling yeah. Murder for Hire, which other dark web sites, that's what this is called, the dark web, uh, allow. And he said, yeah, you know, I have this sort of – I'm trying to create this moral universe. And, uh, yeah, he tried to hire two fucking hitmen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so my he, God. He, he tried to hire two Yes, yeah. to his own site. Yeah, uh, to uh, assassinate people he, who he, threatened he didn't cut himself out as the middleman. Uh, uh, no, he, and he, he was talking to FBI agents. He wasn't. They were posing yeah. as hitmen. So they they were. Th- he wa- had two people who were threatened the integrity of his of his operation, and uh, so he they ordered- threatened to release everyone's uh, 
client information. And so he sent, uh, he hooked up with these hitmen who were FBI people posing, and they sent him a, a, like a fake photo of somebody dying. Yeah, that's. I mean, he's not that bright. Sent the money, but what yeah. brought him down was not technology. What brought him down was hubris. Or Ooh, isn't it always that way? Oh. Did he hoist himself on his own petard? He flew too <laughs> close to the sun. Oh, Icar- Icarus! <laughs> <laughs> so last, yeah, last week I'm communicating with this guy about murder for hire. Then he gets busted. Does and he sell petards on? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't ask. And then my mail stops coming to my home. And then I noticed cops following me. It was like serious? it was that scene in Goodfellas where oh, for two shit. days, black helicopter. I'm just I'm in a coffee shop and a cop just stands <laughs> right next to me, and I'm on my computer and I'm like, what the f-? like? It, it, it wasn't me that he was after, but he stood by me for a beat too long. Yeah, and I thought, okay, this here here it. It comes. Yep. This is it. And then why isn't my mail coming? I also I'm, I'm owed a shipment from Silk Road. So. <laughs> so did you like run into the toilet to flush it down? And- no, it still hasn't arrived. I'm annoyed. But I, I, I noticed today that, that <laughs> where's my goddamn Xanax? Um, people are annoyed that the the FBI has seized their bitcoins, so they're they want them back. They're like, I that's my money. They put their money in a e wallet. This is far too technical and boring, but. Um, and also, five new sites have popped up. It's not like it, it, they ended online drug dealing. It's uh, the Silk Avenue, the Rayon, uh, the Rayon. Yeah, Rayon. Rayon Boulevard. Yeah, <laughs> I liken it to Silk na- stockings to the website, um, not yeah. the show. Napster getting shut down, which sure. did not end file sharing. Right. The, t- the the concept was was already sound. Yes, and and easily replicable. But my paranoia has has waned. But for about two days, I was like, "Is that fucking helicopter following me?" Wait till I we was- hear this podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, Stephen Kruger, believe me, with a PH and fucking because I've been talking about this for like two years now. Every douchebag emailed me, "Hey, you were right about Silk Road." Like, great, thanks for fucking Passing. regular email, not encrypted. That so everyone knows I'm. Hey, he's the Silk Road guy in L.A. who was. Emailing Dread Pirate Roberts a week before his arrest about murder. That makes you look like a woman talking about it now. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) He's arrested. He's gone. Uh, Where's my Xanax? (laughs) So um, PDG said that Dread Pirate Roberts didn't start Silk Road. He bought it from original founders and was the one operating it when busted. Is that the advice he got on the forum? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just buy one sodium operation. Yeah, I mean, he basically was looking for programmers and... and Uh, that's that's why it was on Jesus, there. Even I'm not that dumb. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I, I think he thought that he was like it was so early on and and didn't realize that. Yeah, no, it's pretty. That the stupid. internet remembers, right? Internet. <laughs> yeah, but internet he has eighty million dollars in bitcoins. Although they as they just dropped in value, right? Because of like this. as soon as the, that was announced, Bitcoin dropped twenty percent in three hours. I know, but bitcoins are so volatile; they'll be back up two hundred percent in a week. You know, I didn't know. I didn't know that bitcoins weren't a stable. Yeah, I thought I price. Thought they, I thought a dollar, no. a dollar translated to a dollar online. No, no, no. no. It is. It fluctuates. I bought them at about a dollar, and they the topped day, out the at day. about two twenty. I think U.S. Um, and now they're, they were at about 130. I and think. they've been as low as 22 cents, you know. Like, oh, I've never seen them that low. Yeah, no. like early, early on. Yeah, I got them, I got in at about a dollar and I bought like a thousand dollars worth of them and then they became worth ten thousand dollars. <laughs> okay, we're talking be- about fake internet money. No, right? no, that- no. It's real money. It's currency. Yeah, it's what you it's use. It's electronic. To, uh, but they can't call it currency, Facebook right? Facebook apps. <laughs> because like in according really to the government, the you can only there's only one one currency. <laughs> it is a, I, 
It's it's a whole separate side conversation, but he has raked eighty million dollars from all the transactions, and it is an encrypted wallet. So uh, ones and zeros floating out in the universe. He has eighty million dollars worth, and the government. It, it's like uh, Breaking Bad finale. Spoilers. There's these drum drums of money. Yeah. Well, you don't think a drug dealer is going to have drums of money? Who's as smart as Walter White? Exactly. But this, they, there's, he'll go to jail and he'll blah blah blah. Ten years, get out, and And have that. He'll have it'll probably be worth a billion by then, or worth nothing. But they can't get his stash, which I find very interesting and modern. And there's, there's no oh, there's a storage container filled with hundred dollar bills. No, there's eighty million dollars that is encrypted that's out in the universe. Well, if you want to get your own Bitcoin, you can build your own machine that mines Bitcoins. What? So basically, uh, the guy, people who started Bitcoin, they, they created an algorithm that if you crunch num- if you use like crunch numbers, you get little bits of Bitcoin. And then it, there's a finite num- amount of I Bitcoin. This, at all. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, this is fantasy. And then you get a digital pan. Which yeah, basically, you, but but basically, it uses a huge amount of computer ones and zeros through, and the, and they catch in the pan. The ones and right. zeros, and then you the take the pan to, a, <laughs> to an old guy with an iPad. An old timey ah, guy. Here's your Bitcoin. Yeah. So the uh, there are these machines that are specifically designed to mine bitcoins, and they cost you know they're very expensive. But um, how do you how, but if it's you're just running. You're running a. But very how do you lose, How does someone drop a bitcoin, or how do bitcoins appear naturally in the stream of the web? It's it's a it's like file sharing. There's these. Uh, so you steal them? No, no, no. You're, they're created from nothing. But there's a f- the bitcoin people said that there's a finite amount. So if you got in early on, you can get a lot of bitcoin very quickly, and then the. But if it's just invented. Right. Make believe. I know, but they they've Just already more. as no 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 they they've established that there's only going that's what gives it value that there's scarcity to it. But then how are these how are these appearing naturally in the web and because they're for they're for taking because of the algorithm that the guys created to to make so they Bitcoin. anticipated right. Yeah. Bitcoin prospect. Right, right. Because they also didn't want it to be that they could just create Bitcoin when they wanted to, and that would that would basically uh, devalue, devalue everybody it, else's. Yeah. yeah. So there there had to be a value to it, but they also wanted to create more. So they said, okay, there's going to be this much, and if you want to do it, you have to to you know mine for it. Which so people would set up their computers to mine for it, but they were using more energy than you know than. Because you get just a tiny bit running like an it. actual prospector, right? And so you're wasting more on electricity than you were on actually getting Bitcoin. But then people have these machines that are very efficient and and do just one thing. So how much do you get? How much can you mine? Uh, can you quit your job? No, no. I see. I did see something about a homeless guy that sits there with a computer and he just watches a video over and over and over again, and you get a thousandth of a percentage of a Bitcoin point. So at the end of the day, it's fifty cents, and he goes and buys food. Because some stores will accept bitcoins. Wow. I think in New York, some yeah, that's this is the future is now. <laughs> but at a certain point, there will be no more bitcoin. So yes, but you can yeah. also buy them through uh, websites. Which yeah, yeah, they, how they, I you got can trade. It. They're trade on a on a. The They'll bitcoin just make market. up something. The Schmitzmoin. We got the Schmitzmoin over here. They'll make some other shit up. So have you found the next Silk Road yet? No. Yeah, I know. I, I'd, I'd been poking around Have before. You founded the next Silk Road? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. that, that ain't for me. Um, 
Yeah, but some of these other ones are very... Officers who are listening in. Very nefarious. Well, they can go and look. You don't need any special computers to go on to the the dark web and see what's available. Um, Dark web. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, anarchists. There's a lot of child porn. There's a lot of bad bad things. But um, there's already a bunch of drug websites. Yeah. A billion dollars is a very attractive number to business people. Like, oh, okay, cool. Isn't wouldn't it be so much cleaner? Wouldn't the world be such a neat, neater, tidier place if like all the drug stuff went online? Wouldn't it? Oh yeah, you got rid of all those them dealers. I, I think <laughs> yes, that's, that's why, why Silk Road is so popular. That's why I stopped yeah. doing drugs because I had to deal with dealers. Because you had and to then, be social. <laughs> yeah, and, and then, uh, it's just seedy. you go over a dude's house. There's always a fish tank. His girlfriend's always stoned out of her mind. Or if it's they're a girl, always fighting. They're always fighting in the room. And he's like, "You want to hear my chunky jams here?" And he's playing some fish <laughs> tape. And I'm like, "And then like, you have to just give me my drugs." And I want. <laughs> but then you jams. have to like put up a, a face of like, yeah. yeah oh, that's. That's uh, juicy or chunky, whatever. Oh, that's a, that's a crunchy jam there. That's yeah. great. So can I get my fucking weed? And <laughs> and California's great because you can just go in a store and there's some fucking burnout. And he's like, you want some Thunderfuck Diesel? Sure. What does it do? Gets you high. Great. I'm going home. I don't, I don't have to hang out with you. I don't have to meet your girlfriend. Yeah. Um, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, the FBI, when the case came out, said that the quality of drugs through Silk Road were of the highest value. And I can att- I can attest to that. I was like, holy <laughs> shit! And that's when you line up all of the dealers in the world and you say, okay, you know, what do you have? You have to compete for my business right. rather than I know Dante and I got page him nine one one and then he comes downstairs and lets me in. He's like, yeah, this is what I got. Yeah. Right. There's no competition. Or some random I, guy I don't, in Washington They don't have Square Dante, Park. and that's D apostrophe A N T A Y Y. And then I got Lil, Lil Brown Brown and Coolio Yo, and I got all my drug dealers lined up, and I go, okay, what do you have? Well, we got a little this, and that sucks. And but so the system actually worked for the consumer, the right. end user. Yeah. And, and by the way, I mean it allowed drug dealers to to eliminate the middleman, and then you get a, a yes, you know, which I. Was a big part of the pitch because Mexican cartel guys are going wait 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 they use the U.S. Postal Service to send you drugs, Jeez. which you know, like try and get anything fucking done <laughs> yeah. at the government at the federal government level. You, everything hey, just arrived. You know, it was just rain or sleet or snow. But yeah, the cartels who uh, launch you know cannons full of drugs across the border are going to go. Oh wait, you've just disrupted our distribution system. No 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 no. Yeah. So it's it's fascinating time. Why would they shut that down? Uh, yeah. <laughs> They'll remember 2012 oh, and 2013. Where were you when, it, Where when, we, the, when yeah. the road went down? Um, have you guys seen Gravity? Yeah. I have. No. Yes. Have 3D IMAX. And oh. is that the way to see it? Because I, I'm not a huge 3D fan. I think it's the way to see it. I'm not a huge 3D fan. I'm not even a huge IMAX fan. Um, I think it's the way to see it because it's a far, far more original, unique uh, visual spectacle. It, it succeeds on the visual spectacle level much more so than it does on the storytelling movie acting level. Mm. And I don't, I don't think it sucked. That's not to say it was a, a C as a film and an A as a as a visual spectacle. But uh, it, yeah, if you if if you're not spending all your time completely blown away, thinking how did they do this? Why is that flying at me? And oh my god, I'm going to die! Whenever they do a POV shot, if you're not doing that and you're just watching the movie i would think it would be a lot less interesting steve did you see it in 3d i i did see it not imax but just 3d and is that the uh, way to see it 
I sat behind Adam Carolla and it was very distracting. It was like, <laughs> Why are they doing that? <laughs> and Moby. It was like a Monday night in LA is minor D list celebrity goes to the movies night. It was all like, oh, go away. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was uh, not the best script I've ever. That was my biggest issue. It was but, just some corny. Yeah, it's but like uh, subtext as text dialogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was visually arresting. Um, but I did notice, and this is credited to Lance Mountain because we kind of hung out and watched a few of the credits. It has three casting directors. Huh. That's, that, more, that's, that's more than there are actors more, in the film. More actors. In the, there are two actors in the movies. A, a young man named George Clooney. <laughs> and this, this wonderful young lady upcoming actress named Sandra Bullock. And that's nope. it. And this is the voice of Ed Harris who apparently only does mission control roles. <laughs> that's it. That's the whole movie. I'm not spoiling anything. I think you, you, you know that. They don't... Uh, there's no aliens and Sigourney Well, there's that Indian guy. Now you spoil something. Oh, come on. He's in the, he's in the opening of the movie. This doesn't give anything away. Yeah, but I, I thought... And maybe it could open up to something bigger. But, like, okay, casting directors cast movies and television shows and commercials. But three people to get to call... Like, you call George... I'm gonna call Sandra Bullock, and the third one. Can you get us some coffee? I just like, I don't, like what the like. Hi, George. Do you want to be in a movie where you're in space? Yes or no? That's it. That's yeah. I don't know. It you know when you see a movie and all those yeah. little tiny roles and you know like when you see Marty in a movie, he has to be cast. <laughs> Sorry, when does that? I've happen? only been cut out. Yeah, when Marty's cut out of a movie, but you have to. Then someone goes and finds those people and finds. <laughs> well, there's even background casting. Like there's this whole subculture of people that find the faces that end up in your movie. There's two faces in this movie. Well, what the fuck did they, the they casting had, directors they do had, all day long? They had spent a long time trying to get it made, and Robert Downey Jr. was originally cast before um, before George Clooney. Hi, Robert Downey Jr. Do you want to be in a space movie? Yes, no. I mean, it's not. It's well. Uh, then, it, then the casting director could have dropped out because of I know, another I know. project. Uh, was Sandra Bullock? Uh, was she good? I mean, Natalie Portman I would say was good, originally. Not great. Yeah. Uh, would you rather have seen Natalie Portman? In? I don't ever want to see Natalie Portman ever again. In what? Movie. What's wrong with her? <laughs> she just. I've never believed her in anything. Huh? Oh, there you go. I see her. I see her reading the script whenever she's delivering. Well, she just threw down her game pad and stopped playing Lost Planet Three. <laughs> yeah. Along with the rest of the country, apparently. Aww. Well, um, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson did. Oh. Some, oh, I saw that. He had some very funny tweets, like, "Why is you know a medical doctor going you know on a, right, right. a, a space fix it tour uh, with?" I'm sorry. Was this a documentary? Well, it yeah. is funny that I know, but it, 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 no, but that's his job. I mean, he's a physicist. Okay. Yes, it wasn't. I I, knew, I don't know that that's his job. Well, to, to, pointing out flaws in, in, space in narrative movies. films, I wouldn't classify that as his job. A skill set he may possess, but his job. Uh, well, he's it was he's put on your resume. Like, <laughs> he's the guy who who sent a uh, letter to um to what's his Gene name? Gene Roddenberry. No, 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 James Cameron mm. about uh, about Titanic, saying that um, because all the the special effects at the end were done out of New Zealand, and so the night sky was from New Zealand when they're floating on the ice and he said that the stars are wrong it should oh, be yeah. I totally and caught so, that too <laughs> yeah and so for the, the like, really takes you out of the that's Ursula Minor up there that's not now, for the Blu-ray James Cameron changed <laughs> the sky and fixed it yeah. to, and fixed right. to Ursula Major so like, the fucking constellations he caught. didn't fix the fucking horrible love story <laughs> okay <laughs> he, but that's my point that's what 
that's what Neil deGrasse Tyson does. That's because James Cameron was a yeah. physicist before he became a filmmaker. Well, apparently, so he a, wasn't a very good uh, astronomer. Good astronomer. No. I just want to know what Dick was watching, the, looking at the sky when there was a ship standing upright and then snapping in half. That would be Doctor Neil deGrasse Tyson. There Dick. You go. Um, what a dick. Professional dick. That's your job. <laughs> <laughs> a doctor in dickology. Uh, the movie I saw was The Dirties, which is executive produced by Kevin Smith. Oh. Um, yeah. I haven't and heard of this the- Theaters. It's a, it's a low-budget film made in British Columbia, I believe. And, uh-huh. uh, Did you see it in 3D IMAX? Uh, it's on 3D IMAX. No, it's, it was, it's basically um, like, not a found footage thing, but it's put together. It's a, about these two kids... Uh, in high school making a documentary about bullies and then um, and it's sort of like they're making they get beat up for it no they're making a revenge sort of movie and Mm. sort of the lines between uh, reality and fantasy get blurred blurred. and it's 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 actually really thoughtful it's very funny Um, no one wanted to sing the verse of blurred lines it's very it's very disturbing because you know whenever you deal with a movie that has you know where they're they're talking about uh, doing a, a shooting in the school. It's mm. it's like uh, too um, soon. Too well, yeah. Mm. But is it? But they're always happening, so it's always going to be too soon. Right. Yep. And so it was. I don't think it would have been made in the U.S., but I guess in Canada where they have gun, better gun laws. Um, but it was it was very good, and uh, the director did a great job, and the writing was very good, and the acting was good. So I highly recommend people mm. see it. I think it's in some theaters, and I think it might be on uh, pay per view. So I would say nice. it's funny. I, I walked well, on under gravity demand, I thinking like you, everyone should see this just to just to be wowed visually, but it, as a as a film as a story, I wasn't gripped or moved or, or it didn't feel the impulse to say you, you must see this film. It'll You'll you'll never forget it, you know. But it's, it's I, really technical. I want to a, a theater experience. You know, for a theater experience, I would recommend I mean, 3D, I that, and I would absolutely you know? recommend IMAX. There, there's a lot of POV shots that are gut wrenching and terrifying, where you feel like you're floating in space. You see the distance uh, to the earth, and 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 it, you're spinning. And you know, I was my stomach was churning. I had to grip the side of the seats. See, that sounds worth it just yeah. for that yeah. experience. Yeah. I mean, that, that we, it's it's absolutely an experience. Okay. Hands yeah. down. All right, then that, it's I incredibly well that. cast too. <laughs> well, you know, I heard they had a thorough, big team behind it. Three casting directors and, and associates to get the right people one point, in those spacesuits. One point five casting directors per actor. No, and that's not the right. How many <laughs> auditions do you think they actually held? Yeah, we have an app, open call. Right, Harrison Ford's I'm, I'm here. here for the uh, astronaut. Yeah, no, that's. That's a, you, you need a phone and a pad of paper. Hey, you want to be in this movie? Here's millions of dollars. Yes or no? You'll spend the whole movie trying to figure out how they made the movie. Well, just like in I gave up at a certain point. I yeah. said, I don't know how they did this. Yeah, I have no, it's, That's good. I couldn't even begin to But it's theorize. crazy that, we've, that we have the, that mystery in the time, you know, in the age where everything is digitized, that we still have wonder. That's pretty amazing. That An amazing accomplishment. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited, and it definitely if you if you ever had any aspirations of going to space, you won't after seeing that. You'd be fuck that. I'm not doing that. That's awful. It's <laughs> terrible. I don't want to do that. What about flying? Uh, I was actually thinking about how I've started to uh, like flying less and less during that film, and I knew if, like if I if I'd had a flight the next morning or something, I'd be like, fuck, I don't want to get on that thing. I don't want yeah. that lack of control. Ugh. Great. So it will cripple your life. Yes. Enjoy. Yeah, but you'll, and you'll, it'll turn your stomach and cripple your life. You'll feel sick, terrified, and never want to travel again. I and, saw it with a and friend. And the story sucks. <laughs> and the story is lame. No, the story doesn't suck. And 
to there's to, some questionable dialogue. It's not the best written movie, but they also could have gone hor. It could have gone horribly wrong. Where they could have cut back to Ur. Oh, I'm spoiling yeah. it. Oh, well, pause now if you don't want to. No, I don't want to hear it. No, they they spend the movie in space. They don't yeah. go anywhere. There's no. And they really only deal back. with the one issue they don't uh, you know it's not like uh, jurassic park where it's like oh we got to worry about this oh now this oh wait this is showing up oh wait this is about to happen it's, simplici- it's really just yeah, the one the simplicity i enjoy dealing with very the much time. and they're the, the so, yeah is, i'm is she, i'm listening she, but i'm it, i'm tuning you guys out as i always do there's so. no there's the <laughs> now you know what it's like during your political rights yeah. you, the opposition is is internalized there's not oh the russians are firing a rocket at you right. there's there's uh uh, and then, oh shit, there's aliens. And then, oh my god, what about the Benedict Cumberpatch <laughs> plays what? space? I heard that. What? What? He plays. He plays. He plays space. He's so amazing. He, he is space. He just. He, I want to fuck. That's space. the third casting director got Benedict to play space. You know, yeah. I want to be. I want to be big. This apparently, time. The, the space station was played by his cock. Oh, hey. No need for that. All no. right. But it was good. But yeah, it's people are like, you will not ever see a film this good. I'm like, no. This, it, it could have gone horribly, horribly wrong. I don't know if I can take your opinion as like legitimate because you guys all touted Pacific Rim. <laughs> I rewatched it. I re-watched. It's, not, it's not good. No, I, I didn't see it. it. I rewatched it too, and I thought it, this is as good as I remembered it. Because I had to fast forward through the story. It is. Uh, it, it is a mindless movie. It is. It, it, it is told from the point of view like, or it was told like as if it was. A ten-year-old is like, and then these monsters fight, and then, and, and then, then, and then, then he punches yeah. her, and then she gets really mad, and then. Um, but still not as good as Axe Cop. Oh come on! Somebody here knows about Axe Cop. I know yes. the comic book. I haven't seen the film. Uh, There's that's, no film. It's a comic. Oh. I mean, it's yeah. a it's a cartoon that yeah. was written by a five-year-old. Yes. Written by a five-year-old. Yeah. Actually written by a five-year-old. Yeah. Uh, and you, it's so funny. You rewatched um, Pacific Rim because I rewatched it too. And as soon as the story started, I just scrubbed. Like, yeah, yeah. These two guys who look exactly the same right. are talking. <laughs> okay, monsters, monsters. Yeah, but the fight scenes are awesome in it. Yeah, there's like a 30 minute movie there stretched over two hours. Well, I mean, just what, comparing the fight scenes to Transformers it is like like two different. Don't you shit on my movie. Which one? All of them. <laughs> I, the, the canon. Uh, are, are you excited about number five coming out? Isn't four coming out? Or four? Whatever. No. They're just those, skipping it. They're going straight to five. Yeah. Fucking horrible. Michael Bay is worse than Hitler. Uh, <laughs> you heard it here first. That's Steven Kruger. Um, he won't return my call, so fuck him. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I was happy that Gravity made so much money because it's nice. It was a gamble. Yeah, and and it's a movie that's not based on a comic book, and it's mm-hmm. in a bad time for movies. Joss Whedon had nothing to do with Joss it. Joss Whedon had nothing to do with it. J.J. Abrams had nothing to do with it. Yes, so and you're, Steven you're, Spielberg had nothing to yeah, do with so it. Yeah, so you're in a good place. Yeah. So, uh, meanwhile, there's Captain Phillips that opened up yesterday. Uh, Machete Kills opens up this Friday. Uh, I'm going to sk- just skip a. a, a we got a, an email from Jared asking, oh, I'm sorry, from Peter WG asking what movies we wanted to see uh, and which ones we had. So I guess we, we've, we've talked about them already. So uh, are, are there movies that you're excited about? Um, uh, there's a new print of Hands on a Hard Body playing at the Cine Family. I've already seen it, but it's fucking great. Uh, didn't they, did they do that as a musical? Didn't they? I think, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Annie, get your gun. Is that uh, it? No, Annie, get your truck. Get your four by four. For those of you who aren't familiar with it, it's about um, the. It's a documentary based on uh, a contest in Texas. Is that mm-hmm. where it was? Where uh, contestants can um, they basically put their hands on a truck, and the last person standing, oh, last yeah. man standing, gets the truck. Gets the truck, and if you, you can't take your hand off at any point, yeah. 
Oh, I remember these things. Yeah, they're pee, oh, they're pee pee breaks. Though. Have you seen it? Yeah, I love that. There's this <laughs> there's this one guy who I think had won it the year before, who is so histrionic in all of his interviews, <laughs> and he references he references um uh, oh god Highlander as if no one's ever seen it and it's the greatest film of all time. <laughs> it's like I heard in this movie once. There can only be one. Like, yeah, Highlander. I saw it. Like, I, it's, it's not a big idea. And so he chops everyone's head off. <laughs> right, exactly. Gets the truck, goes to prison. There can only be one. It's not Citizen Kane, dude. It's fucking Highlander. Dial it down. Uh, so that's that's it. That's all. That's no other movies. I got to see The Room again. Why? <laughs> Why room, not? Room, well, the one can, time, yeah, no, you can watch again? it. Oh, yeah. I've seen the room over again, many, many times. But uh, the other day, uh, I, someone's phone time. is ringing or buzzing. I wa- I read the book by Greg <laughs> Sestero, who is the line producer, assistant to the director, and also co-star of this piece of shit. Uh, Who does he play? Film. He plays uh, Mark. He's the, there's three people in the movie. There's the, the, the Tommy Wiseau, who looks like a right. ghoul. There's a girl who had never acted before, and it's obvious. And then this handsome no, young man who was also... Then there's the mentally challenged fellow. Yes. Who didn't yeah. realize he was playing a mentally challenged fellow. A dude behind the scenes wrote a book about the making of it. And I love... Oh. If you haven't seen The Room, stop listening to this podcast immediately yeah. and go watch it The is, Room. But don't watch it alone in your... No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. See it with a loved one and laugh aloud. Yeah, or, or even a big group. Just have a, a have a party. Have a, yes. Have a, a And if you haven't seen party. it live in a theater, you haven't lived. It is... Uh, yeah. yeah. It is this generation's... Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror. But in Rocky Horror, people are a fan of the movie and embrace it. This movie, they hate the the filmmaker. They make fun of him to his face. It's the meanest crowd I've ever... It's like living in a YouTube comment section. The poor actress is walking up a spiral staircase in a scene, and she put on a little weight during the filming... And she, they didn't film her correctly, and the whole audience goes home, 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 and she takes each step. And I'm like, oh, that's yeah. so fucking brutal. But I read the book in a sitting. It was I could not stop reading it. Oh, that's good. It is. Um, share some, share some highlights. Well, some nuggets. The character of Mark, which is the Greg Sestero character, guy, um, was inspired after they went and saw the talented Mr. Ripley and this. Tommy Wiseau, ding dong, went, okay, the role is uh, Mark after that guy, uh, Mark Damon. He thought Matt Damon's name was Mark. (laughs) Now, I know he shot the film, and you little indie filmmakers, uh, listen up. He shot the movie simultaneously in 35mm and HD. I put, like, basically scotch taping two cameras together. They were mounted in some fashion, but they weren't filming at opposite angles to get coverage. They were both filming in the same angle for almost the same angle nearly the same angle only so he could see what hd looked like and what 35 millimeter looked like now i found out that in the book uh there's a there's a uh, camera house in la called burns and sawyer a very famous one and um he didn't rent the cameras he bought two cameras he bought a 35 millimeter Jeez. sync sound camera and an hd this was 12 years ago so an hd camera oh, was geez. he spent two hundred and fifty thousand dollars yeah. Just on cameras. Yeah, I mean, he says that the budget was $5 million. There's no six, way. It, it was. It, when you read it, it yes, yeah. it was. Uh, Steven God, Spielberg waste of money. does not own a no, camera. He, he has made his money back. Oh, he's made 
billions of dollars. It has yeah. been around the world. It's yeah. still a waste of money. But, no, it's <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's art. It's, that it's, is, but he could have done the same thing for almost no, no, no. But every every and uh, you well also they shot it at the insert stage for six million dollars. No, the world no, 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 could have something of value. It, has it, it is entertain. Value. It is entertaining me more Huge than any James. Movie. Have you seen it? But it could have, have been. Not. made. I have to see. I, it. I, I want to watch. It been it. made it's, for a hundred thousand dollars and still have just as but, much entertaining value. Uh, I yes, I agree. But but now reading this book and and seeing this man who knew nothing about film, like less than nothing, like even the people said, why don't you just shoot a test with thirty five and HD? No, no, I shoot the whole movie. <laughs> I, it, that, that kind of passion because made the movie amazing. Made the, right, like, he threw the out point. the HD. He's like, no, no, no good, no good. Like right. Meanwhile, he had framed it to the HD, and then the or he sort of there's the framing is not good. So yes, but why the movie costs so much money is because he shot on the insert stage at Burns and Sawyer, and they wanted to keep it going. I think it was like sixty days. At, after after which you can return cameras, so they're like, keep shooting, keep going, go nuts. <laughs> you know, here's some here's some sound guys, go nuts. So they they didn't want to give the two hundred fifty grand back, and he just blew money like, and he would just make up scenes and hire actors, and you should read it just for how he auditions. They had no room to audition; they just lined people up in the parking lot, and he'd walk up to them and go, "Your sister is a lesbian," and they'd be like. Act. You know, like, he would just yell. He would just yell a, a note sound, at someone. He does not sound like my mother. I, I can't. It's I, pretty close. It's, yeah, I, I only do about three voices. They're kindred spirits. Oh my god! So it is. I read the book in one sitting. It's like three hundred pages. It's not. It's not very well written, but it is. Um, if you haven't seen the room, <laughs> neither is the room. By no, the way. no, but it's not written. This guy can't even. He couldn't even say his own lines. And at one point, the DP looks at someone and says, "You're tearing me apart." He kept saying, you're taking me apart, Lisa. And they're like, he wrote this, right? right. Yeah, this is his fucking script. Why can't he say his own words? Oh. <laughs> but, the, oh. but everyone, like the script supervisor basically was directing it. And every step of the way, Hollywood people who had done this a million times kept saying, no, you got to do it like this. You got to go to the right. And he said, no, I go to the left. No Mickey Mouse. And if he had listened to those people, it would have been just another indie film that's sitting in someone's garage. But because he made all those choices, and he is an artist, he would not sacrifice his vision, which is completely fucked up. But <laughs> right. whatever Where he was recycles in, the love scene twice. And, whatever was in like, his uh, ruined Croatian head ended up on camera twice because there was two cameras. Right. <laughs> but it, 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 it really took me... To, to read the book to really feel that this guy had a, a vision and saw it through with no one telling him what he's going to do and but it's, it, it's inspirational at the end but in a very weird it, it is perverted a, way. a perfect storm you know it's the perfect like it, it's lightning in a bottle lightning in a bottle because you know he of course now says that he, in a six million he, dollar no, bottle but he <laughs> now says that he made it as a comedy and he, he did not. He did no. not. No. No, and no then, one's buying and that. And he, you know, he tried to make a sitcom and it, I've it, seen it. It's floating around. It is and he's trying at something and it fails and it's just unwatchable. You got to read it, it just in, to, in a bad way, not the way that this movie is unwatchable. This guy who wrote the book Greg met him in acting class in San Francisco and just to hear the description of him, you know, doing uh, Streetcar Named Desire and <laughs> and he's going 
all just screaming and yelling, and he does, he he cannot act at all. He also cannot write, and he clearly cannot direct. <laughs> and he, each scene of the movie, you're, you're confused as to which he's worst at. Like, <laughs> is this the worst written scene? And then the next one is, is this the worst directed scene? It it, it really is lightning in a bottle. You, James, you, you can I go. You got to go. I, it's I'm a right. must. I looked it up. Is this the, the synopsis? Am I reading the right one? A man encounters ridiculous aliens. No, no. Okay. No, no, no. He had a, a billboard for the movie. Also, he, he after, is a ridiculous alien. After the movie was done, he <laughs> right. looked at it and said, "Yeah, yeah, this needs to go into the theaters." Which, and it it brings me back. Of everything goes back to behind the candelabra. Oh. Everything. He he four-walled it in L.A. He bought a theater and, and had it run for two weeks so it could be eligible for an Academy Award, <laughs> which he assumed he was going to get for this movie. Now, why couldn't they put Behind the Candelabra in two theaters for two weeks and then Michael Douglas would have got an Oscar? Totally separate story. But he had a billboard on Highland for about six months of his fucking ugly mug in his black and white <laughs> lived right around the corner with his it. droopy eye. And it was like, The Room. And it was Tennessee Williams says it's the best movie. Like, wait. <laughs> and, and, you just, and like, you have no idea what it, what it was. And I it mean, would say, like, Entertainment Today says, like, Entertainment Today. That's not Entertainment Weekly. Like, it was fake quotes. USA Today? No. Which, he which would, he, the- yeah. It was. And. Uh, uh, these two USC film nerds saw it at the Lemley on, on, on Sunset, and they were attracted to it because on the on the where you bought the tickets, it said no refunds underneath the movie because <laughs> it, it came out and people went, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not paying eight bucks for this. But he Fuck. still shows up at midnight screenings. You but, know? but the origin I've been to one of those screenings. Uh, it the was origin was yeah. these two ding dongs went, oh, this is the fucking worst movie I've ever seen, and they started going every week, and then David Cross, and then all of the. I ab- saw Alec Baldwin there when I went. Oh, there you go. <laughs> But uh, the book is amazing, and I have and the movie is I've, amazing. I've Everybody per- should, if you haven't seen it, yeah. Like Steve said, turn your this off and yeah. Go, where go this watch is it. potted, you can listen to this later. But if you haven't seen the room, you have not. Uh, <laughs> the room might not be around tomorrow. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we'll live on. Um, so I got to see the room again. I, I need to experience that. So uh, we got a couple people asking Jeff and um, uh, Grant. What do you think about the hundred or so episodes of or hours of Doctor Who that were found in Ethiopia that were thought to have been lost? I'll tell you what I think. I think it's the top of the hour, and you're listening to the Smodco Morning Show on the Smodco Internet Radio Networks. Who did that snoring sound? Marty. No oh, that was because I was in my head. I was like, do the snoring sound, and then it happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, uh, yeah, do you have any thoughts about that? Uh, I haven't even heard about it. Oh. Well, I'm assuming they, it's I'm assuming it's uh, not Matt Smith or David no, Tennant. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like the thing is, like yeah, they those, already lost, already lost in Ethiopia. <laughs> Doctor Who was a shitty show early yeah. on. Like mm-hmm. you know, in, shitty's a little well in terms of production. Rough. For someone who values, loves the room, yeah, it's a bit rough. It was a bit rough. Yeah, I, I guess not shitty, but just charming. It, uh, yeah, rustic, rustic. <laughs> a rustic science fiction show. And, rustic, yeah, because like a, you know like it's like, a, it was, it was science fiction. It's men in metal suits, you know, playing aliens, which I guess it still is still now. Is, yeah, but at least they have. It, it, but they're carrying on all that of the aesthetic. elements that make it. Well, not all of the elements. Many of the elements that still make it fascinating and great and fun were in place. It's just mm-hmm. it. It just was slower, cheaper. Um, a little Cheesier. sillier, yeah. yeah. A little, little more heavy-handed. More for kids. Yeah, it's still. You think? There, it had, there was some drama. Mm-hmm. I, I tried to rewatch a few of the Tom Baker episodes because I loved him so much, and they were they were not dark, but uh, 
a little didactic almost. Hmm. Ooh. That's Ivy a, League. Yeah, that's a <laughs> two-bit word. I'm going to have to look that one up. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, it comes from the uh, Greek goddess Dido, who was a teacher. Anyway, it doesn't matter. They sucked. Fuck it. All right. So the- <laughs> what, the f- what the fuck <laughs> are they doing? <laughs> what were they doing in Ethiopia? That's yeah. an odd place to yeah, find. Are they, are they Ethiopians food? reenacting Doctor Who, or are these actual episodes? <laughs> no, no, no. They're, they're just so they dubbed found, in Ethiopian? Like, there was a Mary Pickford film that was found in, like, Tennessee or something like that, because, mm. it, you know, it was just... It, they were. They had to send the physical tapes to Ethiopia to, to air there, and then, they don't like, have food, but they have Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, they got I Doctor have our priorities Who. fucked up. Uh, this is from four, 30, 30 years oh, ago. Oh, when you know, when, uh, when they were, Haile Selassie was running the, the show there. When Ethiopia yeah. was lush and ripe mm. and plentiful. Mm-hmm. Pre, we are the world. Emperor Haile Selassie. <laughs> when, when we hadn't become the world yet. Our Jamaican listener will enjoy that reference. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the sound? Where's the... Uh, uh, you want the... the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Right. We have a Jamaican listener. That that just tickles yeah, me. I gotta keep yeah, it's delightful. Handy. Uh, so there's a guy named uh, Nathan Verhelst in Belgium. And he was born a female. And then... It's uh, an odd name for a female. Nathan. Well, no. He, he decided to... Uh, Go through gender reassignment, and what chance did he have? His fucking parents named the girl Nathan. No, no, no. no. Of course, he's going to be confused. <laughs> now, what sexually. was his fe- female name? Because how do you? What What is the female version of Nathan? Natalie. Really? Ooh, I don't know. That always no bugs. hesitation. Marty comes through. <laughs> I, I don't know what it was. It shares many letters in common. You get to choose your own name. So I don't like when the, when they were. Uh, I like when they come up with a completely different name when they become a woman. They were Paul and they're Paula. Like I, that annoys me. Just be, yeah. become fucking Dion or something. <laughs> yeah, Dante. 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 Apostrophe. D. D. No, it begins with apostrophe, like in sync. <laughs> apostrophe D. Two apostrophes A N T A Y Y. That's just a schwa quote. schwa. Isn't, that a, isn't two apostrophes just a quote? No, <laughs> no, Marty, no, <laughs> grammar Nazi. So, um, anyhow, so she or he uh, went through um, hormone therapy in 2009. Wait, it was a woman that became a man. Yeah. How do they yeah. make a ding dong down there? How does that? Well, you go through. You go you, through. I know you, it's you reach in and you pull it out, and oh. then you insert uh, like a glass rod inside oh, or something. I read glass. about this. God. Uh, was there no other uh, material? They could, they, let's put a glass rod. It might well, not be glass, it, but yeah, that's sort of what I remember. It's probably a plastic thing. An alloy of some oh, sort. Yeah. <laughs> or they'll add flesh there. <laughs> Aluminium. I mean, it's never going to work. So as... you can't donate a penis? Like, you can't get a penis off a corpse and just... No, no, no. Oh, they, that would they, be they, great. Frankencock. Oh, big black dick <laughs> on a little tiny white Belgian dude. <laughs> Anyhow. That would be awesome. <laughs> Went through a series of... It'd be worth it to get the... the uh, the di- the diabetes. Uh, they went through a series of, of surgeries cell. starting in t- 2012, and they didn't work. What uh, uh, what was lacking? Well, the, big black dick. <laughs> he did not yeah, end up. Dick. He did not end up with the, the penis, and he said he uh, he felt like a monster. Uh, when I looked in the mirror, I I was disgusted with myself. Um, my penis had symptoms of rejection. So I know that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> so on Monday, this past, uh, this past Monday, he decided to go with euthanasia, which is legal in Belgium. Jeez, that's extreme. Yeah, yeah. they will. You can legally commit. They will legally kill you in Belgium. Yep, that's good to know. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, 
Uh, Why is that? They, <laughs> along with <laughs> Luxembourg and the Netherlands, it's have legalized euthanasia. Send my mom there this, this summer. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Kill yourself. Kill I need yourself. your money now. <laughs> End it. It's over. Before you spend all your, <laughs> your nest egg. I need your money. Pretty safe uh, to say there's no repeat business in that fucking field. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so not all hospitals have to agree with Customers uh, are 100% satisfied. How the fuck do you know? <laughs> wow. Sorry. They get what they want. Has, uh, has he done it yet? Yeah, on Monday. Oh, he, he's yeah. already gone. Wow. R.I.P. Nathan. I mean, most, I think most transgender people uh, do not choose to go especially uh ft f2m yeah uh, do not go with that surgery just because it is very fucking non-ivy league here think thinking like ding dongs ass to mouth f to f fucking to oh female to male yeah always in the gutter marty i can't i can't raise my brain above it there i mean there certainly there are emotional issues beyond appearance and penis i mean it Right. Nope, that was it. My, my penis is ugly. I want to die. <laughs> well, I'm not. Say, I'm not saying you're if you're transgendered or if you want to be something you're you weren't born naturally that you're tortured. But um, you got to think that there were some sort of either self-esteem or or maybe maybe mental health to just choose euthanasia because a dick well, surgery didn't go well. Well, but if you if you so strongly identify with being a man, like you know, what what if you had your penis chopped off? Like, I think that there are, would be a fair number of men who would who wouldn't uh, survive the process. Or no, who would who would not be able to emotionally cope? That's what I mean. Oh, not yeah. but you still have your balls. <laughs> you still have your balls. Okay, you have all your balls need. and a little pee hole. <laughs> I just need my boys. That's all I care about. <laughs> John and little John, and dro- 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 droopy John and John. Or if I'm, if we're all together. I'm come out. on, Lance Mountain. Just cut the balls. <laughs> just cut the balls. Them. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome though. That's, that is my only political issue is uh, euthanasia. I think uh, this country is obscene. Uh, and that we don't that we don't allow it. Allow it? Yes. Mm-hmm. My grandmother killed herself, and I was like, ah, she hit it and did it in a horrible way. And I wish that she'd said, oh, I'm 80 and I'm old Jew. I'm done. I need to get off this More fucking of a planet. Clinical, clean. Hey, let's have a big party. We're gonna um, we're gonna toast you. It's like a roast, you know. Yeah. My grandmother was so cheap, and then we do, you know, uh, Jimmy Kimmel comes out, is the, moderates it, and then she takes a pill, and she's done. But instead, she had to... Yeah, there was know. a guy who yeah. did that on um, a few weeks ago, a, few, a couple months ago, and he basically put this huge blog online of why he did it. He said, like, at 70, I've, I've lived enough years, yes. I'm, I'm healthy, I'm happy, and I'm happy to go. And then, yes. And, of course, Yahoo took it down. <laughs> but, Fuck Yahoo. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I wish it was a more humane way to. And there's a, an amazing frontline documentary, which its name escapes me, but it's about a group of people that help old people die with dignity, and they use um, helium. I'm going to tell everyone how to kill themselves. Yeah, a helium tank from a party store in a bag, and you breathe in the helium, and your body um, thinks it's oxygen right. for, for whatever chemical well, reason. Helium, like we, 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 the reason why we, we. We struggle for. You die with the Mickey Mouse voice. Well, yeah, well, you just don't talk because there's not a lot of talking yeah. when you're. I'm not dying with yeah. Yeah. No regret. <laughs> I regret nothing. But carbon dioxide is what makes us struggle for air, not the lack of oxygen. I actually brought it up after Gravity last night because she's running out of air in a scene, and I. Said, oh, damn you! It's in space. I kind of saw that one coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Um, so there's a scene where she's floating. Oh, sorry, Marty, ruined the movie <laughs> Wait, for you. So it should be zero gravity, not gravity. Uh, all props to Neil deGrasse Tyson for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry, go on. Helium. No, it's just there. How do we it, kill it, ourselves with helium? By the way, <laughs> I think Bill's. He's like, hmm, this takes some notes. <laughs> mm, interesting. Yeah, notes app up on the. Yes, the you put a bag over your head and you you suck in oxygen and your body doesn't helium. panic. He, excuse me, helium because. For whatever reason, your body thinks it's oxygen, and you just go to sleep, and then at a certain point, your brain just is deprived of oxygen, and you die. And it's very peaceful, and this group does it, and then, of course, the government has prosecuted them, and it's, you know, it's, it's assisted suicide. And Neptune Society, isn't that? No, but it is a great, great uh, front, line. front line American documentary, I mean, every, PBS. Every thing. year, there's, like, some, like, you know, high school, like project where they have a big helium thing where they're trying to make a big helium balloon or something like that mm-hmm. and then like somebody gets inside and suffocates so yes it happens uh, it also happened recently somebody had a, a great like brave party where they put a, a bunch of liquid nitrogen into a swimming pool which causes a huge explosion of mist and then like three people like passed out and one of them got brain damage because it, it just all of a sudden you're not there's no oxygen in the air so Ooh. So, because all that nitrogen gets released. So, yeah. But it would, yeah. So, wait, an unnecessary, an, un- an, un- an unnecessary drug related incident at a rave? Uh, yeah, but it's not even drugs. <laughs> the hell you People say. aren't even high. <laughs> um, yeah, nobody even enjoyed so, it. So, tips for the day. <laughs> yeah, so if, if your grandma's lugging a, a canister of uh, helium home, she ain't having a party. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's going, going to big sleep. Oh, grandma, oh. no. I saw my grandmother. She's 90. She's turning 97. <laughs> Does she year. need to go soon? Because I can, I can hook her up. <laughs> Man, yeah. she, um, I have a coupon for Party City over in uh, Atwater. I can get her a tank. She good? Uh, she's as good as a 97-year-old can be, I think. 97? Yeah. Oy vey. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, um, but, but when you're old, and you will be old soon. Soon. <laughs> I'm, I Thank feel you. pretty old now. Don't you want to go when you want to go? I wanna, do. You, absolutely. I sit in a hospital bed and no. starve yourself to death. Yeah, I mean, refusing, like refusing the tube. You know, we've talked about like, would you want to live to 150 and be like, no fucking way? Well, you I, have to ask what's the quality of your life. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. How's your so, penis at 150? Yeah. yeah. My penis doesn't get much action now, so it's like, well, what's the difference? Um, <laughs> Helium tanks for everyone. <laughs> We're all big. The big fucking suicide way, party. I'm having a late birthday party. It's minor. Internet celebrity Marty You and the rest of oh, the gang. By the way, that's bring- Party City that, Deliver. That, that, makes me, <laughs> that reminds me, you know, uh, one of the reasons why I've been hesitant to uh, go forward with the t shirts um, that say MERPS on it because a lot of. What? Oh, what am I? Am I dying? Uh, yeah, so public service uh, announcement. Yeah, this is Krampus. <laughs> Krampus, say more helium, please. Uh, but. Oh, Jesus. No. <laughs> I have a point to make. <laughs> that was, that's what you should. Oh. Where, was, where was this during the. Where was this during the Obamacare? Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Wait a minute. I've got everyone there healing now. I feel like I'm in fucking now. Alright. That's enough of that. Steve didn't even get near the microphone while that was it was yeah. loud. I'm thinking about my dead grandmother. Oh, uh, oh. My condolences. Fuck her. Uh, so <laughs> there have been I calls hope, for a t-shirt. I feel like I'm in Funkadelic yes. are the last words of people dying of helium. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there were calls for t-shirts and 
Olivia made this great T-shirt that said Merps on it. My feeling is if we have a, a T-shirt that says Merps on it, it will th- always be minor. Well, no, we that's fine. We are we are always going to be minor. We are the story we tell. We need the to world. update them. Though. Yeah, minor internet radio personality for those who don't know what Merp stands for. Uh, we've mentioned it before. Uh, the thing is, if people wear the shirt, are they Merps or are they F Merps? Fans of minor internet radio personality. <laughs> well, if I were if I were a band T-shirt, I'm not in the band, mm-hmm. and no one thinks I, I am. You're not in the Steve Miller band. <laughs> so you wear Steve. But no, it's sort of like saying rock musician. You know, that's right. it would be saying. Marty, you overthink everything. everything. <laughs> Your point. People being, want to give you money. Well, let me. Uh, yeah, I'm just having trouble with the. I saw somebody wearing a. Uh, a Kevin Smith's Modcast shirt at at the movies the other night, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, he made money." Was it the Mart- one, was it the one with adventure on it? I don't know. I was I was game? punching yeah, him so hard in the face. Yeah, I bet a good one. No, I I pushed him down a flight of stairs. But <laughs> why, why don't I get a That's, piece of that? That requires a lot of momentum. Yes. Yeah. Well, we yes. Ah. Just sell the shirt. All right. Don't all right. overthink okay. it. Okay. All right. What did you major in at, at Yale? Not making money. Poetry. <laughs> Poetry and yes, yes, <laughs> fencing minor. Yes. Foil, foil work? How dare you, Marty? Uh, let's go to the mail sack. <clears throat> oh, let's do it. <laughs> what the or fuck? Or not. We're going to dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. I want to get my hands in that mail sack. Yeah, that was great. First one's from Andy D. Uh, he says, uh, hi, guys. Shame on Steve and James for not having heard of only fools and horses. Who the hell is James? And that would be Some me. English guy that oh, you have a crush you. on? Oh, yeah. James, James Franco. Franco. I believe I would be the James. <laughs> oh, my God. Emily. Only what? You heard fools his Fools and horses? Uh, yeah, only fools and horses. The uh, English sitcom, wasn't it? Whoa, look at you. Do you nice. Are you familiar with it, Emily? No. What was it turned into when it came over the pond? Friends. The English yeah, okay. Well, well, friends, say that. Mm. Then. Was Benedict Cumberbatch snatch? <laughs> kind of Benedict Cumberbatch. That's his porn name. That is it. I'm arriving. I'm arriving. I'd like to arrive on your face. Shouldn't Speaking it be Bigger Dick Cumberbatch? Big, big old Dick Cumberbatch. <laughs> oh, there we go. I'm arriving. I'm arriving. Speaking of arriving, he is on a radio program. I'm going to arrive in your mouth. Called Cabin uh, Cabin Pressure, which yeah. I uh, encourage everybody to listen to. It's very, very funny. He plays a co-pilot uh, for a private uh, airplane, and it's silly, funny. But it's weird hearing Cumberbatch. I don't feel shame that I don't know this program. Oh, but, well, but, it ran but, for a few decades, and the final episode was in 1996. And then they did three Christmas specials. Um, and it was about uh, people trying to get rich, apparently. Market traders trying to get rich. Then they got rich. Then they lost their money. And then and the Christmas specials made it back Wait, again. What, what years did it run? Uh, ran. It, it ended in 1996 um, the, before the three Christmas specials. But, ah, and I guess it I, went was, for I was a few busy years. getting late. <laughs> and then 1996 happened, and it all and it all just right came up. crashing down. And he says, "Oh, and James, a bit of trivia for you. For yes. you, Joe Esposito's You're the Best' was actually written for for Rocky, Rocky. Three. Yes, I know. Yeah. But we and that was. Uh, and but they, we believe that it was for correct. Yes, for, we we mentally connected on uh, the subject was what the best 
training montage. Of, oh, yeah, yeah. You sang one bar. You went, the best. And it yeah. went Rocky Three, And you went, yes. And, that's yes. The, and it was from a completely different, different movie. Different movie. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. Facts Eye of the matter. Tiger was uh, Rocky Three. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, Joe Esposito actually Survivor. revealed that when he called in at the uh, Adam Carolla show. I have never ah. seen The Karate Kid. Oh, it's good. The first one? Or the remake with the chick? I saw the remake with the chick because a kid I went to college with was in it. He was one of the bad ding-dongs. But, and I, I did spend uh, 30 minutes talking to Ralph Macchio at a party. No idea who I was talking to. <laughs> Thought he was some manager's boyfriend who introduced me. And then everyone said, what were you talking to Ralph Macchio for? And I went, oh, that's Ralph Macchio? I have never seen... You didn't see The Outsiders? <laughs> My cousin yeah, I saw, yeah, I saw those, but I, you know, he doesn't age, yeah. so he looks the same. Yeah, in all I know, but uh, Karate Kid is what he's. It, he is the movie, and yeah. I, nev- I never saw it. So uh, it's actually really Pat well. Is a Sweet. Blast. It's really well directed. Actually, um, there's some great scenes in it that are are just very well shot. Remind me to, to, to tell you the uh, Francis Ford Coppola story. But go on. Hey, tell us the Francis. No, Ford no, no. Coppola. Later, later. Uh, the hour three. All didn't right. Pat Morita play soda pop. No. Pony Boy, Soda Pop, oh, no, we, Candy Corn, <laughs> Charleston Chew, Pepsi, Pepsi, what were their Pepsi Diet they, they told him stay golden, and he's like, no problem. Yeah. No. <laughs> Was that a racist joke? Uh, morning, Murps. Stay golden. <laughs> uh, this one I from, am complete. Uh, this is from Jane Savage. Um, by the way, Pat Morita, one of the original Groundlings. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Very yeah. funny guy. Oh, yeah. He uh, he was in a movie, uh, Night Patrol, with a good friend of mine that passed away, uh, Vic Dunlop. Very, very funny. Uh, I think Vic might have been a Groundling as well. Oh. He was yeah. great on Happy Days, too. He was no Al. Yeah. But he was no Al. But he was Arnold. Yeah. 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 Uh, this one's from Jane Savage. Morning Merch. We need sitcoms with catchphrases. Man. Oh, bring it bring back. back. Uh, missed a good chunk of you last week, but I had to give props to Stephen DJ James for a hilarious show. I wasn't. I didn't listen. Last week, the question of uh, series finales brought up um, were brought up, and Stephen James gave their best and worst. I'm wondering about everybody else. What what are the best? and worst series finales. Uh, my personal favorite would be Six Feet Under, where um, you get glimpses into the future lives of the major characters, and uh, including how they ultimately pass away. I still get a little teary when I think about it. As for worst, mm. that is hard. A lot of shows I've, um, uh, who I've heard had bad series finales, I had stopped watching before their end because the show itself had grown tiresome. I, I would say uh, Seinfeld was the last series finale I watched and didn't Ugh. care for. Yeah. That was a mess. Yeah. We talked about um, Friday Night Lights. I thought went out really strong. I guess I'm the only one who watches it. All right. I but I thought I thought that was a beautiful ending. I didn't see that one. Did they win? Um, <laughs> I don't, I'm just shocked. It was, it was a combination here. of of they. Well, the show was always more about the were, husband and wife. Were their hearts full? Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hearts were full. Cool. Uh, and it was it was sort of about a, a culmination of their relationship and and him. I don't know. Uh, I mean, okay. So there was more. There was a lot of storylines that were tied up, nice. but it was it, the, at its heart, the show was always about the husband and wife, and they honored that in the finale. Oh, okay, um, oh, that's a good. Calvin and Hobbes. I mean, I know it's a comic strip, but when I think of things ending, Calvin and Hobbes yeah. are the best ending ever. It was, sure did. It was pretty moving. Sure did. What was the ending? It to that was one? they were gonna go on a sledding. Sledding. Yeah. And they were just excited about oh, all of the pure snow yeah. ahead and all the adventures and all the possibilities. Yeah, and all the possibilities. That's right. I was devastated when the when what's his name stopped drawing the far side. Yeah. Uh, Gary Larson, Larson yeah. killed me. What do you me. think he's been doing? Just like rolling in his calendar money? Fine art, yeah. I would think. Uh, I think that's what Bill Watterson has done. Just retired to painting to to paint. 
He's ghostwriting Marmaduke. <laughs> well done, Gary Larson. Well done. Is Marmaduke still around? Is that is that still a thing? The family yeah, Circus yeah. is still around. Is there, yeah. they're still they're a right new, next they, to each other. They still. still make newspapers, right? They still okay. Yeah, but they're, they're, they're smaller. Single they're panel much cartoon. smaller. Yeah. Papyrus. <laughs> Uh, and she ended it with hugs for Cleveland. Thank hey. you, Jane. Aww. Thank you for that. Next one's from Yako, who has an apostrophe in his name, and he tweeted to let us know that. Yes. It's uh, unpronounceable to um, American tongues. Can you want to try it? <laughs> what does it say? S apostrophe H A E N. No, that's too many vowels. Yeah. Get some fucking consonants, Europe. or Donnie? Donnie? It's pronounced Dante. <laughs> yeah. yes. Everything is Dante it's or Hightower. <laughs> Yako Hightower. Um, hello, fellow showbiz people. That's right. I've recently showbiz started adjacent. my adventure in script writing for a new short film. Turn back, turn uh, back before it's too late. As I'm doing this for the first time and have not been educated in it whatsoever, it's a trial and error experience for me. Got any tips? It's a detective murder plot thingy. Don't talk about it until you and register. It has it with to be fast. <laughs> Paced, um, oh, yeah, because well, they do a lot. Right, the Writer's minutes. Guild is in your corner. Go go watch <laughs> the room and use it as a template. Whilst also making sense plot-wise. Uh, I know it's vague, but maybe you have some simple do's and or don'ts. And quite frankly, I want to contribute. I just wanted to contribute to the mail sack. Well, then. You, well, mission that's, accomplished. Mission accomplished. The biggest thing... And, wait, wait, P.S. I love the uninformed political stuff. Yay! (laughs) Uninformed. I think he loves us making fun of you, is what he's trying to say. (laughs) It's all a rich tapestry. The, uh... The best Small advice cast, I ever gotten is super generic. Locations. Yeah. Well, Few yeah, locations. for, for sh- practically for shooting it, yes. But just from the writing standpoint, is and it's obvious, but yeah. it's show, don't tell. Because it's film, don't have all your characters explaining everything if you can show it <laughs> with a visual. Why are you pointing that gun at me? Right. Like we, I, I think we talked about that one moment in Raymond Chandler, who's a great author, and he was trying to write a screenplay, and he sort of figured out why he wasn't good at it. Uh, he had a scene where he was trying to show, yeah, he was trying to show that uh, it's an older older couple are on an elevator and a young woman gets on the elevator and the, the idea was to show that the older couple wasn't in love anymore and he had all of this dialogue with them arguing back and forth and having a discussion and the young woman comes on the elevator and he starts talking to the young woman blah 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 and the screenwriter just had him take his hat off when the young woman stepped in the elevator right and the idea was he didn't take his hat off for his wife for his wife he took it off for the young woman and that visual with zero dialogue told you everything you needed to know about the three character dynamic so haven't a scene in an elevator right uh, Yako. Just steal that scene yeah uh, with uh, men and women they have um, men wearing hats men look good in hats I would say uh, <laughs> the opposite just make it a biography said, of men without hats he said that the max he's looking to, for a 15 minute film nobody watches a 15 yeah. minute short film it's right. gotta be like five it's got yeah five max Five, five know, to yeah. eight. Yeah. Even eight minutes is pushing it. Uh, Not for festivals. Um, but, well, to get anybody to watch it, like, you know. I mean, if it's a YouTube, if, it, if, if it's... According to Steve, you want it under two minutes. Um, well, if it's YouTube, under a minute would be, be, would be my preference. Right. If you're, if you're only thinking about putting it online, yeah, three, four, five. If you're actually trying to get it some festival burn, you, you can go up to eight or ten. Uh, if you can't, um, if you can't, whatever, uh, six second it, um, what's it called? I don't know. Six what second it, films. What it, you know? Oh, five, five second, second films. films. No, no, no. Six second. The, I love five second the, films. The video thing. Um, they're called Vine. 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 If you can't Vine it, don't shoot it. Yep. No. There you go. Uh, no, Sage I'm, advice. <laughs> right. No, I think seasoned just vet. Under uh, yeah, under eight minutes 
is what you want to shoot for. Yeah, and think about in terms of production. What Emily said was 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 very poignant. Small cast, few locations, because you'll actually get it made. But also, from the beginning, you have to think about what the end game is. Um, you know what your frame rate's going to be, what you're shooting it on. Uh, it, you know, it, it's going to matter. It, the, the the difference between screening on a large screen and just putting it on YouTube is worlds apart. And you can save yourself a lot of trouble if you know from the beginning what your end game is going to be. And here's the thing: dare to fail. Don't overthink it like I would. Right. Yep. Just make it. Just write it. it. Just, Just sell the fucking it. shirt. Just sell it. <laughs> yeah. Read every exactly. screenwriting book ever written and then forget everything you read. And don't ever email us again until you have a finished product. Oh, right. yeah. And then uh, Jared let me know that my Twitter had, account had been hacked oh. and I sent out s- spam. So I apologize for that. I changed it from password to something else. No, it was not password. <laughs> one, two, three, four. Yeah. Password one, two, three, four. Uh, this last one. What from- does spam stand for again? Nothing. It's not an acronym. So it's just... It's just an unpleasant word. Yeah. But it's a, it's a, is a wonderful dish that the Hawaiians enjoy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and my parents love fried Spam sandwiches. Yeah. So why do they call it Spam? Why do they call because it... Because it's like... Because it's not ham? It, it, it's not something that no, you... No, ham, Spam is spiced ham. That's what it's... Right. That's there you go. Shortened. So I think you just answered your question. But why is it a bad email called spam? Oh, because it's something that nobody really wants, except for Hawaiians. Except for Hawaiians. they love and Hawaiians. Cindy, I want to buy erection pills. Uh, right, and they want okay. bigger penises, and they want um, you know millions of Are we just to local money. sluts. Yeah, we we lost our Hawaiian listener. <laughs> Oh, Fuck it. Miguel. I'm going surfing. I think Miguel still listens. Probably not. I think. No, I think All right. So. All right. Just Miguel, curious. if you're still listening, vein, let us know. Deep vein thrombosis. Yeah. <laughs> DVP, yo. Uh, Chris Brown, Saskatchewanese. He's Saskatchewanese. Um, good morning. Good morning, Murps. Firstly, Cleveland finally fought back against me this week as my Buffalo Bills played the Browns Thursday night. I made a wager with my friend that if the Bills won, he'd have to listen to an episode of the show. Um, Oh, your friend dodged a bullet. And and if they had the Browns won, I'd have to listen to a pod of his choosing. After an entertaining game, Cleveland prevailed, and now I'll have to listen to some political philosophy or CBC Arts bullshit pod. But I'm trying to spread awareness. We appreciate that. Thank but you. But don't don't use the bulls, uh, the bills to, uh, to to do that. <laughs> or use uh, it as a, punishment. Yeah, don't don't call <laughs> Buffalo's football team after Chicago's basketball team, Marty. Uh, yeah, acknowledging uh, this is fairly minor. Do any of you have any interesting stories around bets or dares? Yeah, truth or dare is a terrible game. Never yeah. play it. How about Never Have I Ever? Where do you stand on Never Have I Ever? Um, uh, we just called it I Never. Um, oh. the, 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 you, you're familiar with that game? Vaguely. It's, no. it's where you say, like, I, I never did anything. So I've never, never had a it. cock in my ass. And then everybody who's had a cock uh. in their ass has to stand up or drink. Take a drink. Mm-hmm. Take a drink. And uh, it's a drinking game. Yep. Wait, cock in my ass or my cock in someone's ass? No, I'm good at that game because I never really did anything. Aww. <laughs> so I just sit there the whole time and be like, no, no um, I never did that. But people will, like call you out. Like They'll find things that they know you did and specifically say them to make well, you... I had my cock in your ass, Bill. <laughs> you were asleep, <laughs> but it was still there. I had the photos to prove it. Yeah, let's not play that game. Then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't... I don't I'm not a betting man. Uh, My grandfather was an addicted gambler, lost his house over craps in Vegas. So I've always been sort of afraid of getting that bug. Yeah. I I have stopped gambling in Vegas. I'll play poker here and there, but I've I've stopped gambling because there's no no way to win. 
you're the whole system is designed is designed for you to lose. There wouldn't be a Vegas if you won, right? And it wouldn't be this opulent. Even if it were close, and even it, it should just be a like an auditorium with like fold out <laughs> tables, and then I'd be like, oh, so okay, like a bicycle they're not, casino. They're not taking a huge, uh, you know, cut. I've got my chance. You know, my chances are good here. But you see these giant fountains in the middle of the desert, and like these fuckers are raking it in because of people being stupid. So I, I stop betting because also they're I'm not lost. stupid. I'm they're addicted to gambling. It, it releases um, endorphins. Dopamine, endorphins or dopamines. Yeah. So it is. It is a, a, an addiction like to alcohol or drugs. But I'd rather drink. Yeah, the cure for it is being uh, a Jew, and you're just paranoid. Like, my, 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 where's my money? Oh no, no, no! I lost twenty dollars. I'm, I'm, that, that's I'm done it. for the weekend, I mean, guys. I suppose I'll be beaten off in the in the hotel room. If I had disposable income, I might be like, yeah. No, I don't. Uh, it's it's a Jew. Thing. Jew I, Jews are not degenerate gamblers. The times I've enjoyed it, I've said I've set aside. It's like, all right, two hundred bucks. I'll, I will. I can afford to burn two hundred bucks to this afternoon. If I, and if I'm up over two hundred, then I can. Keep going. Once the two hundred's gone, I'm done. And I also, I also do small. I mean, I, I bet small blackjack tables. And I did learn the game of craps on one of those machines at, at the Paris. And you just sort of stay as long as you're staying kind of even, and you're not too up and too down. It is, it, it's exciting, and it's always fun to learn the ins and outs of a new game. But uh, right. I'd rather play Never Have I Ever. <laughs> yeah, but d- dare me to with do money on the table. I will. <laughs> Yeah. I will if someone dares me to do something I do it. Like we eat this stick of butter at a drunk at a restaurant. Like, yep, just ate, oh, ate a stick of butter. I remember, you remember David Hunsberger uh, ate the jar of mayonnaise. He in, yeah. admitted oh. that on on yeah. air. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll do anything someone tells me not to do just cuz I hate being told what I can't can and can't do. <laughs> we know. Oh. <laughs> uh, how are you, Bill? <laughs> I'm all right. Philip Chevron of the Pogues died. Oh. The guitarist oh. of the Pogues died. Of today. what? Uh, he's 56. I, I know he had been ill. I don't know if it was cancer, um, but he was a very gifted guy. He they all seem so healthy. Guy. Right. Yeah. They led such healthy lives. Ugh. And I just Shane can't believe McGowan that, still yeah, walks exactly. the earth. I can't believe that Philip Chevron died before <laughs> Shane McGowan. Shane McGowan should have died about 16 times. And had you ever seen them? <laughs> yeah. I saw him a few times. I saw him here at the Wiltern for Halloween. They came out dressed in the mariachi, mariachi outfits from uh, Straight to Hell, the film. And then I saw him in... London at the Brixton Academy, and they had tons of fake snow coming down from the ceiling when they sang Fairy Tale of New York. Oh, that song, it's hard to listen to that without getting choked up. Yeah, because she passed away too. Um, yeah, she was, yeah, yeah, in Mexico, in the Gulf of Mexico, she was hit by a boat. Yeah. Uh, Philip Chevron died of cancer. He had yeah, head and neck cancer in 2007, then recovered, and then uh, in 2012, and then got it again, and it was inoperable. Our my condolences I don't know about you heartless people but I have condolences I don't even know what a condolence is see heartless yeah <laughs> I condole I can I can condole <laughs> the best of them people people die it's terrible yeah uh, and uh, but you're not uh, are you are you biking recklessly uh, a little bit <laughs> I was I, I rode drunk on Sunday yeah it's fun Oh, you Ciclavia? Yeah, uh, I did. I Ciclavia. I got a lot what of sun. What is Ciclavia? They shut down uh, some city streets so that only cyclists, pedestrians, and a bunch of weirdos with stupid wigs and 
costumes can ride around. They're Burning guy- Man on bikes. Yeah, exactly. There's like guys on longboards with sticks. Sure, sure why not? So they're like, yeah. <laughs> like navigating this. But it, it was just a, a group of us just rode a bike. I mean, it, it took like three hours to go a mile because like, well, we're meeting this person in this corner. Oh, let's take a break for shade. Oh, my baby's tired. I was like, oh, God, let's just ride our fucking bikes. But we ended up in Boyle Heights, a great bar, um, Eastside Love, L-U-V. Uh, today's um, episode brought to you by Eastside Love. Really good bar. Um, got a little juice there and then another friend of mine said hey we're going to golden road brewery and i was like let's ride there of course it's like fucking hour long bike ride in did, you, the sun, did you ride up five the, years down uh, up the river uh or? no we just took san fernando uh-huh. could could have that would have been a little circuitous and i've done that before i've gotten to eagle rock using the the um river path which is really nice but we'd already been riding it in the sun all day so uh we hit golden road and then the ride back was a little like wow i'm a little drunk it's dark People drive really fast on San Fernando. But I don't care because I'm drunk. I don't know if this was the best idea. But Dodgers won. And again. Yes. Doyers. Doyers. La Casa de los Doyers. Um, See, I did the same thing. I didn't do Ciclavia, but I went to a bar in uh, (laughs) histrionic Filipino town. (laughs) Or historic. I forget. Super dramatic. Super dramatic. Oh! I don't know why I said history. Oh, you said histrionic earlier, so I was like, <laughs> I, I, I got to look that one up again too. Ah, oh, that's a great one. But I rode, and then I met my lady there who had her car. So I did the ride, nice. drink, and then I the ride back with fifteen beers and take me home. It's just, <laughs> you get a little logy. Yeah, and you, you get a little logy. See, you can't see the potholes in the dark. No, so you're just and you feel invinci- invincible like with about twelve, fifteen beers. I, I, one of the worst bike accidents was me on acid in high school, and, <laughs> and I was just like, those lights are coming at me, and it was cars, and I was just continually running into cars. <laughs> you don't want to be that fucked up on a bike. No. Uh, <laughs> wise words. Yes. Yeah. I can condole. Are you ready to start dating again? Me? Um, I'm, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm with someone. No. No. no I don't. I, uh, I mean, i am got an open mind, but I, you know... I don't want to be lonely. I don't want to be like lonely and frustrated to start off. Like, that's a weak foundation. Understood. Very mature. So I'd rather I'd rather be but a little just... bit happier with myself <laughs> in my life before I, you know, crash into somebody else and make them a victim of my loneliness and horniness. <laughs> All right. One of my favorite Pogue songs. Yeah. <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> Emily, you, what's your anything going on in your dating world? Nope. No, no interest, no time. No time, no interest, no. Bite. Boys suck. No, uh, no, <laughs> it's just not just happening. No Benedict. Just no Benedict. There's nobody but Benedict. If there's no Benedict. There's nobody. <laughs> yeah, they get a cumber snatch. Yep. Come and snatch. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> it just gets better and better. The I'm arriving. <laughs> uh, okay, I just want to give a shout out to <laughs> tomorrow night. The Tomorrow People premieres on the CW, created and written by... Is it based uh, on the Ziggy Marley song? Uh, No, that's just Tomorrow People. This is the Tomorrow People based on the ITC show from England, and it's written and developed by Philip Clemmer, who will eventually get on the show, good friend of mine. And uh, it's been getting good reviews. So, um, uh, have you guys followed the, the new fall season? Started watching Sleepy Hollow. I watched a little bit of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I watched the uh, pilot. Was it good? I liked it. I mean, it is what it is. It's, you know, you can't watch it and expect the Avengers. It's kind of cheesy and, kind of, you know, everything's kind of gentrified and CW. and Right. 
no. little tacky, but Network-y. you can still, yeah, you can still feel the, you can still feel the Whedon. Yeah, well, my been, third favorite Pogue song. <laughs> feeling, feeling the Whedon. Feeling the Whedon. <laughs> Whedon got a, a, a lute solo in it. Yeah, Whedon, <laughs> Whedon is Irish for heroin. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> it's Gaelic for heroin. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, have you been watching Shield? I have not yet. You haven't watched any? No, have I've you been, been watching any of the new fall seasons? He's a busy man. We don't yeah. have time. Yeah. This person who attacked us on the internet for not knowing a show. We're very busy people. I don't have time to what watch What are you television. busy with? Do you have a job yet? Yeah. What okay. are you working on? No, I'm pitching this week. All right. Come on out. All right. <laughs> bring an audience. <laughs> yeah. A, 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 a Merp fan. Oh, that was really good, Steve. That would make a great show. I got a studio That'd audience. That would be awesome. Well, my first idea is to go in in a wheelchair and then mid pitch try and stand and then just crash through a table and they'd be like, "Just get him out of here." Get him. <laughs> but the other idea, I want to, I want to start a pitch. You know, they, I, hi, nice to meet you. And then I go, now, and then like, just get him out, get quiet. But I think the third idea would be bring some fans of the show and just like a little stadium with a sit and Marty can warm them up. They're all excited, so we're gonna need big applause now. Like. Warming up, a and then you, say, then you turn the camera around, yeah. and, and you say, "Oh, let's see what the Twitter sphere says." Yes, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. yeah. I, I, I hmm. support you. Thank you. Uh, I, or the or the FBI. I'm going to be indicted this week, either either selling <laughs> show or indicted by the FBI. But have you been watching any of the new fall season? It's your job too. Uh, I watched Brooklyn Nine Nine. I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, the right I amount. That's decent. the right amount of Adam Sandberg. Sam Sandyberg. That's not very much. I watched the Rebel Wilson show because she's now at the top of my list of celebrities I want to I can fuck outside of my relationship. Although strangely, Lance Mountains is Louis C.K. and they're both kind of doughy blobs. <laughs> One might be doughy of, of comedic, but oh, that show is horrible. Yeah, it's gotten it's fucking awful. It's gotten and it's embarrassing because she created it, wrote it. It's her show, and it's endless fat jokes. And it's and she's she in Pitch Perfect. She had such. Chutzpah. She was this fat chick who knew she was fat, but I was like, I'm and, sexy anyway. Like ownership took and ownership she owned it. it. And this, yeah. she's just sad, and I'm really fat, and oh, I'm wearing Spanx, and look at my my fat body did this and that. It's fucking horrible. Mm. That's different from the, the Louis C.K. thing, where it's just like, it's more about him just uh, feeling age and beat down, which is, a, and not necessarily fat. But he's talking about his life, right, his right, failures, right, right. his right, right. his failed marriage, his not liking his kids, his sacrificing his career. This is just cheap. She's in the elevator and the doors close and pull her dress off and she's wearing Spanx. It's like, really? Ooh. That's all you got, Fatty? Come on. You can do better than that. <laughs> yeah. I just don't like cheap jokes. Girl, are you ticklish? <laughs> probably, probably is. So I don't want to fuck her anymore. I got to find a new. Yeah, I heard it's not a fun show. No, it was. It was. And there's another chick on it who looks like Fat Jodie Foster. Like once Lance Mountain said that, that's all I see is her friend just looks like a Fat Jodie Foster. I'm like, fuck, I can't. Jody I can't. I can't unsee it. Bloaty Foster. Yeah. Oh, hey now. But other other than Bill's that, on Fuego. I heard. Um, what did you just say? You watched. The Fox show, uh, Sleepy, Hollow? Sleepy Hollow, was good. That's what I heard. So, yeah. I didn't. I actually, I didn't even finish the pilot. But uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had a taste. But you didn't get filled with rage. So no, like, no. Oh, this must be good. Yeah, yeah. I, I had moments. There's a HBO show written by Bruce Kaplan, who wrote on Six Feet Under, and it's called People in New Jersey, and it just got oh, Sarah, Sarah Silverman is cast in it, and Topher Grace, I think, or somebody that I like. 
and, I, and it was one of the best pilots I've read in years. So I'm, I'm excited for that. But network stuff is always, you know, hit or, hit or miss, shady. And the returning shows have just not been good. Like Family Guy is not good. The Simpsons, obviously. How dare you? Yeah. Uh, the, there was a Cthulhu reference in this last week's episode, uh, the Halloween episode. They, well. And, uh, <laughs> nerds! <laughs> well, what? <laughs> Perhaps well. I'll have to give them a longer leash. Um, Parks and Recreation is not as good. Family, uh, Modern Family is not good. So I'm, I'm, it's. I feel like liberated, kind of like. A, How's Castle this season? No, I'm. How's above, NCIS? No. Oh, wait, what is that show you watch when I you're watch, in your pit of despair? Yeah, I watch the one with uh, the uh, the mentalist. The mentalist. Mentalist. And you know, I think he's gonna catch I, Red John this season. I really think he, he's gonna he's Marty. Hamped. Marty, you gotta stop watching no, that show. Is for he's depre- got seven de- uh, seven suspects, and one of them ended up dead at the last episode. So there's six suspects left. You know that woman in, in the cubicle who has little beanie babies <laughs> and she's wearing pantyhose. That's her show, and she goes home and watches it on Friday night. And loves Tom drinks, and Runny. Drinks a bottle, of, a box of wine, <laughs> pink and ascots, ma- and masturbates in the tub. That's for them because he's cute. And this is not for in an an intellectual like yourself. Uh, Bob's Burgers is funny. Like that show. That show's okay. great. But stop watching The Mentalist and stop watching Suits. Oh, Suits is so good. I can't wait for it to come back next year. Oh, my God. So good. Oh, it's a great <laughs> show. It's fucking terrible. Uh, but now I've got to watch The Tomorrow People. Not because I have to, but because I hear it's very good. And your friend created it. And my friend, well, he didn't, yeah, he, he uh, stole it. He was the first to. Is a show We right, acculturated right, right. it. Yeah, right. 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 Maybe. Reinterpreted it. Yeah. Has um, no original ideas of his own. Yako <laughs> volunteered to send us the script. Um, but No, we don't read Dutch. I will read your script. I will do a dramatic interpretation of your script in <laughs> Dutch on the air. Yeah, we'll do a Anytime. table read. Bring it on. If you can, if you can pronounce his last name. Hightower? <laughs> Where's Yako Hightower? Oh, Dante. Da, yeah, da, Dante. It's Yako Dante Hightower. Right. <laughs> um, he wishes. <laughs> yeah, send it on. We'll put it in Google Translate and we'll act it out. You we'll find oh, it. Oh, yeah. We'll find all perfect. the problems. That'll kill like 20 minutes. Oh, my yeah. God. That would be priceless. Send it now. We have 20 yeah, minutes. We have to 20 kill. minutes to kill and I got nothing. Oh, come uh, on. I suggest some characters, perhaps an old Asian lady for Steve to read. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think I could do that. A young female you nerd for, for Emily. <laughs> A young female. Uh, I had to go yes. in. I don't want to be typecast as the elderly Chinese lady. I want to be the female. An nerd. elder gay, uh, an elder gay gentleman uh, who's uh, who uh, is fancy and bedazzled for Steve to uh, wonderful. To- oh, <laughs> just wonderful. I had to. I hope we solve this mystery, old Chinese lady. <laughs> oh, me too. And I'll go get soup dumpling. I had to audition. And then I can go home and play Cthulhu with my friends. I had to audition for an Asian father. And I swear, I just sounded. You like, can pull it off, though. You no, can pull I, off Asian. I sounded like no, you I sounded like you doing an Asian, <laughs> my Asian mother, who doesn't sound like that at all. Please. Oh, yeah! And this is a good movie. Scarface is a good movie. That's how I spread my lines. Please record your mother. Record some audio. Have her call. But she had a radio show in in. I know, San but Francisco. I need. I want to hear her voice. Is it and archived? Uh, yeah, she's got tapes of it. You know, it was a sketch comedy but show. Have her, in. have her call into the. What do you tell her at home that you do? Like, how's that little radio? program you're working uh, on. No, she doesn't. She, she doesn't, doesn't know, know about, about She this. doesn't even, if you ask her what a what's, podcast was. What's her name? I want to send her some... Uh, Constance. Some... Constance you? Connie. Connie you? Yeah. I Connie you! <laughs> <laughs> you just got your character name, Yaka. You're terrible. You. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Connie you, Constance. 
Oh, it's it's like that's a character out of the old West, Constance. That's not a. Where is she from? California. She was born in Whittier. Look at bright pinky. It looks like an Oompa Loompa. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, made me it made me very happy. Connie, you. Oh my god, it's radioactive. I'm Connie, yeah, um, she went to uh, Mills College, and uh, you know, in Oakland, and. Um, Lived lived in California her entire life, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I saw something the other day that really disturbed me, and I don't know if in other cities they have these dudes who hold signs and then flip them around oh, to get your yeah. attention. Yeah. I don't know what they're called. They look like the most sign flippers. Ones. Sign flippers. Usually, it's um, uh, it looks like a person who maybe didn't go to an Ivy League school. I don't know if they're poaching people out of Harvard to stand in front of a subway and flip a sign around in traffic. Some of them are quite skilled. Yes, they're very good. But I saw one on La Brea yesterday, and it was La Brea. La Brea. I, I, I no, no, it's good. I speak Spanish. Yeah, yeah, it's a street in Los Angeles, and <laughs> and it was in a plushy suit. And it was ninety five degrees yesterday oh. here because fucking yeah. L A does not know when to end the summer. Uh, and I said, boy, that dude is must be boiling in that thing. And he's the signs going around, and as I got closer and closer, it was a robot. It was a non-human, yeah. and it was just moving, happening more and more. And I thought, jobs. Jesus Christ, the robots are taking over. Marty is not going to have That's a job a soon. Robot. <laughs> you know who got a job uh, as a wearing a suit early on? No, who did? <laughs> who just Your mom, Connie? You? No, Brad. It's so hot in the suit. Brad Pitt worked in a, danced in a chicken suit for El Pollo Loco. El Pollo Loco. So maybe that robot was like. I'm going to be the next Brad Pitt. I will be Brad Pitt. This is how he got his start. I will get mine. That's right. Damn CGI. I just thought it was terrible. Like, that's somebody's livelihood. And then it's just a machine that's... And then I did not want to uh, pull over and use... Sell gold to whoever at that place, whatever they were selling. But I thought, but at least I thought, okay, you know, Subway is hiring, you know, a, a, a crack addict to stand there and flip the sign around. But a, a robot just made me, it just made me sad. It, it couldn't possibly flip it with the same skill. No, yeah, it was just, it was kind pros, of, well, but, but I thought the guy was burning alive in the suit. So he was just, yeah. it was this sort of tiny <laughs> little circular death, motion death with, knell. with the sign. Yeah. <laughs> but then it was, there's nobody in there. I've always wanted to. Shoot or write whatever. Produce, you want to shoot a sign flipper? Shoot a sign flipper. I do too. Uh, Let's do it. No, I want to do a, a short. I want to do a, a short, a, a parody mockumentary of like the origins of sign flipping. And I, I've, I'll, I've really do want to <laughs> do it. Like flipping through the Jimmy, ages. Jimmy Spin Doctor Johnson in 1975 was the first. You know, yeah. Except, it, like, it is a fascinating sort of part of our culture and I, I don't yeah. know if it goes on in the rest I don't know does Jamaica have them I please tweet in let me know <laughs> yeah, they have Jamaica some guys standing outside a hut going we have weed in here and flipping a sign <laughs> around but yeah it's uh, it, it really it, it rocked my world when I thought oh they're going to be replaced by androids mm-hmm. that's terrifying mm-hmm. oh, I don't want to live in that world the analog, you know, the touch, the feel of a crackhead spinning an apartment for lease side around, listening to fucking Kendrick yeah, Lamar like on his it. Beats by Dre. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, Uber's already, like, investing in the the uh, automated Uber car. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Have you Ubered? I have Ubered. I did this weekend twice. So, Uber, for those of you who don't know, Uber is a, a car service that... Are they the ones with the pink mustaches? No, that's... No, that's Lyft. Yeah. With a Y. Okay. 
Uh, Uber is one. It's just regular cars, or well, they have three levels of service. Um, and basically, uh, these are non-licensed taxis that uh, they you go on the internet or you, you use your phone and you you send them your address. They come and pick you up, and then they take you away. And there's no tipping. There's no money transacted. Uh, it's all done digitally. And there is money transacted, right? Right. But there's no cash like handed over. Yes. So. Um, and and so I had a friend who did it, uh, who who drove for it, and she her Honda, Honda Civic was a, a a taxi thing. But uh, they also have an, the up, other levels, like um, you can get a uh, a town car, or SUV, 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 yeah. No, that, is it a SV, different? Is SVU it, is law and SVU, order. Yeah. <laughs> is it a different price break each time? Yeah. I yeah, I yeah, yeah. That car is just you just tell your. Your location, and then a car shows up. No, well, that you can do Uber X, which is the Honda, any, a Honda Civic and yeah, a Honda Civic. And a, and a, but it could also a check be, with Beanie Babies in could, the backseat. If you're an, if you have an SUV, going on and on about the latest episode of The Mentalist. Like if you have an Escalade, you can go as a, a regular car, but you just get paid less. But and they even have Uber uh, helicopters in New York. Really? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. want to take a helicopter. How much does that cost? A lot more than we can afford. But Lyft is just people in their cars, and you don't exchange money. You just donate based upon what you feel. Oh, is that how it works? I think that works. They just made it legal in California. This is a new uh, app-based transportation service, I guess that's the way to describe it. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the taxi... uh, big Taxi was not happy about it. <laughs> right. The guys with right. the Bluetooth things who are talking back at uh, Oblomistad <laughs> are pissed off because people... Yeah. So in L.A., you can put a pink mustache on your car and you can pick people up and drive them and talk about The Mentalist or <laughs> what podcast do you listen to? And then you donate <laughs> some money. So if you're already driving to that audition across town, pick someone up and Right, Give but them a actually, ride. they they changed it now. So uh, in LA, you have to have a, a specific, not a license, but you have to be registered, registered, and you have to have a, a million dollars of insurance. Oh, so, yeah. But I like it. I like that people are. If you live in LA, everyone is just a sole passenger in a car driving around. Yeah, it's horrifying. It's uh, it. It's, it's forward to, thinking. It's forward thinking, and it 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 is much more efficient than taking a taxi because taking a taxi in LA is a pain in the ass. Um, this is. I think we're ready to wrap it up. What have you guys got going on this week? Anything good on the breaks? The um, breaks? I, you know what? I'm re relaunching. I've taken a, a couple weeks off because I've been working on uh, Ben Glebe's oh, right. 100th episode. So uh, I was supposed to go live yesterday, and the, of course, the Lovitz Club launched a new music night that oh. I had to be there for sound check. So we're starting fresh next week. Uh, Good stuff. Good stuff. Great stuff. All right. We're going to revisit some of our uh, artists we've spotlighted in the past. I think it's spotlit. Spotlit. I'm kidding. There you are. Um, Bill, what's going on with your your mini projects? Uh, The pilot is wrapped and the pitch document is uh, set and confirmed and we came up with a log line we're all really excited about. Um, So uh, hopefully the pitching for that, uh, for the comedy pilot will happen soon. Um, the fundraising for the feature, uh, the producers got a few exciting leads. I'm, uh-huh. I'm a little behind on, on some of the phone calls I need to make. Um, other than that, I just got a long to-do list of shit I don't want to do. Oh, if anybody has any good recommendations for Halloween-themed children's books for kids age four to five. I promised, I promised the kids at the Olympic primary that I'd be bringing in Halloween books, but I don't, I don't know any. How about you? There's a list somewhere. There's gotta be. Emily, when does your play open? 
Uh, it opens in a, in a uh, it doesn't fucking matter. Uh, what's cool. <laughs> no one's going to go, we're all going to die alone. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'll I bring started, my helium. Yeah, where's my helium? Yeah. Started a new D&D group. Really? Yeah. Oh, so things are looking up. Things are, things are getting a little <laughs> nice. better. Nice. <yeah. laughs> have you started already? We rolled up characters last week. Oh, my goodness. How'd you, awesome. how did you, how'd you roll? Uh, really lousy. I always roll really lousy. Uh-huh. Blame the dice. And what? Uh, what? Uh, so are you a paladin? Are you a, I'm a, a fucking magician? Genie. Are you a <laughs> You're a genie. Yeah. So are you get carried around in a lamp. Yeah. I didn't know genie was a D and D character. It's not. It's not. No, it's not new. So it's, can you come out on your own, or do you have to get rubbed? Of, I got it. I got to hey get now. rubbed. No, I don't come out unless I'm rubbed. Oh, I see. Um, and then you come out and you're in a bathtub, like leave me alone. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I was watching The Mentalist. <laughs> Steve. That's a sound effect. That's James. That's yeah. not me. James, how dare you? Where are the dare. fucking AA batteries? God damn it. Every time. Right. It's Get magic. a rechargeable vibrator. That's the takeaway. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's what that was. It took me a while to get there. Too. No, Come there. on. I, was I was got there, I was but it took there. me a while. Uh, and what's your character's name? I don't have one yet. We haven't gotten... I, I, I don't know. I haven't decided. <laughs> okay, if you have a good name for Emily's Genie, yeah. that's at Emily O'Hara, and that's E-M-E-L-I-E, um, on the Twitter. So Name Emily's Genie. Name Emily's Genie, <laughs> yes. So wait, it's not a it's not an actual D&D character. It's uh, not a... A character class It's not a or prototype, whatever. yeah. 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 Oh, yes, so sure is that just? That. Are you allowed to be that creative in Dungeons and Dragons? If your dungeon master lets you, Ooh. yeah, that's the beauty of of D and D is that it is, it's flexible, right? Can yep. you be a ghost? Yep. I want. There's some ghost. people who don't even play with dice. You know? Really? Yeah. I'd like to meet those strange and mystical creatures. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but aren't dice the foundation of the? Well, no, I mean, I guess it's not D and D, but I have a friend who who does a. a he does a, a whole RPG thing with a D, with a dungeon master, but there's no rolling. They just uh, they just role play without rolling dice. So, um, yeah. And Steve, you're pitching uh, with yeah. Come on out. I'll be at NBC on Wednesday. <laughs> uh, Fox and, Thursday. And how many seats are in the room? Uh, we'll we'll fit you in there. We'll get right. some extra yeah, chairs in standing room only. So Stand, pretty much. Yeah. So I, just I'm, show up. I I pitch really fast because I'm bored. I don't. I'm yeah. not that into. Oh, wait, so, I'm sorry. How did you? Security, security, get him out of here! Get him out! But you should go to YouTube backslash Stephen Kruger with a ph and see the short I did with Marty where I make fun of Asian people. Where it all began, I forgot about that. Oh my god, that was for Turner. Oh no, I was also wearing this shirt for the other shirt. The oh, were you? Yeah, they're all on there. But this thing called Asian or Asian, I can't remember what I called it. But it's uh, it's under two minutes, so it won't take up much of your day. Right. Uh, Other so than that, fuck it. Get your emails into the mail sack. That's noonerpodcast at gmail.com. You can always tweet us at Nooner Dan Marty. And can they um, donate to the helium fund? And they can donate we're, to the helium we're fund. All gonna, we're all going to read Jocko's, just, Jocko's script and then kill ourselves on the air. Oh my god, I, 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 I can barely taste it. Do I sound funny? Oh, the sweet release of death. Wonderful. Oh, my God. God. We will see you next Next Tuesday. Tuesday. Peace. If that box.
This has been a production of Smudcast Internet Radio.